Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, it's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow, I wanna settle down Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Down this road, that never seems to end When new adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow I want to settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is my home It was it was get, it was getting on my nerves. I didn't really want to play that at the start of the show, but um, um, I'm I'm going to say something, um, and I don't want people to make a big deal about it. I don't want um, tweets and emails, and I don't want any of that. So I'm just going to say it, and then we're going to we're going to carry on with the show. Well, uh, my I. I'm suffering terribly today from a very, very poorly back. My lower back mm. is... Um, agony such a strong word, isn't it? But I think it's appropriate. I am in agony. Mm. I'm walking with a stoop. Um, I'm in a lot of pain. A weaker man... Have I got my neurofin? I I've got that in the car... A weaker man wouldn't have come in, so that's something. Um, I have got Neurofin in the car, which I will be sending um, my glamorous assistant to get later on in the show, because I will need uh, pills if we're going to get anywhere through this tonight. So I have got a bad back. We won't hear any more about it from now on. Well, no, but I'm going to... Let me finish. Okay. I have got a bad back. It's very painful. I'm in a lot of pain. Um, Today has been hard work. Sitting is uncomfortable. Standing is uncomfortable. Lying is uncomfortable. But Um, you're here to serve. Every position 
I could be in is 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 so so painful but i am here to serve and yeah. i am going to do the show tonight proudly mm-hmm. and bravely and you won't hear another squeak out of me you might hear another squeak out of me if um i and this is true every now and then i'll get a spasm oh. and the spasm i imagine connects to your mouth when women give birth to children oh don't go there i imagine that that it's about a tenth of what this spasm oh really is yeah oh really um and i i can't help but involuntary it's a squeak it's not a scream it's a squeak so if you hear me just squeak or if you see me um on the periscope just go like that i've had a spasm don't worry about me. You won't be mentioning it. No, 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 no. I will be um, keeping a spasm tally. <laughs> and I'll read out those stats at the end of the show for anybody interested. With that in mind, I ask all callers, please, to treat me with kid gloves this evening. Caution and respect, of course, is uh, is um, uh, uh, expected uh, every day. But perhaps um, without actually saying anything, but certainly conveying an element of love. And if you are of a faith, um, the good one, Christianity, or the the dodgy ones, you know, from everywhere else in the world, um, if you could say a prayer, preferably in English, as I believe my God only understands that language, if you could say a prayer for me, that would be gratefully appreciated. It's my lower right back. (laughs) Seven minutes. We've been on air. I'm only going to mention it once. Flipping it. For, um, for the whole show. Well, people often complain. Ah, uh, you do. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. if you want to take part in um, the backathon. People often complain... <laughs> the people often complain that in this show in particular, mm. we dwell too much on my mental health And I think they're right. We don't dwell enough on my physical health. (laughs) Which is also a problem. Which is also, (laughs) is in in many ways even more problematic. How is the hypochondria? Well, apparently it's um, life-threatening. Little joke there. Um, No, um, so tonight's show, and everyone's saying, it's World Mental Health Day. You're going to do, no, I'm not going to do anything about World Mental Health. They can all go and and, um, take a running leap. Not off any any high buildings, please, for God's sakes. Um, But, um, so I'm going to buck the trend and we'll be talking, we won't be talking, but we'll be thinking um, about my physical health and my ailing physical condition, which I don't give enough attention to. I'm happy to redress the balance there. Um, how are you, Kath? Excellent. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, we call you back. Michael has called in this evening. Good evening, Michael. Hello, Ian. How are you? Good question. Well, oh. it all started a little over a week ago when I lifted a guitar amplifier. Right. I felt a twinge. What, what are you doing? You're locking someone in the boot I'm, of your car, and I'm not saying that just because I think I detected an Irish I accent. Of course, yeah, I've met you before in um, in uh, one of your sho- uh, one of your shows. Was he moaning about his back then? Um, he wasn't. He was absolutely. He was in top form, and his show was brilliant. So 
Yeah, I was really impressed. I uh, medicated then, Michael. Yeah, probably. Is it, yeah. Is it fair? I was high on the audience applause. Fabulous. <laughs> is it fair <laughs> to say, Michael? Because I'm I'm trying to work out which of my many fans you are. Is it fair <laughs> to say that on Facebook you're a little bit of a stalker? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just I admire the things that you say, and I I think that you're very profound in terms of the honesty profound. that you talk so, yes. yeah you are and i think that if i'm entirely honest here you underestimate yourself massively it's and i had to say it sorry so, and michael uh, uh, michael have you. i got the right gentleman you're, you're a teacher at my old school yes yes right. yes, yes yes i am and yeah, michael yes. very kindly invited me back to my old school and but you I, didn't want to go <laughs> i didn't want to go no there's too many too many ghosts no, in that building don't for worry. me i if someone asked me to go back to my old school i'd feel exactly the same so it's fine. although i nearly i nearly drove past it today had i um I, I, I was i was driving up the farnham road and oh I no thought, way! Yeah, I thought. Oh, I might try. I thought, nah, I can't bother. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> well done. You're we welcome will... to pop in for a cup of tea, but like, oh, that'd be weird, wouldn't it? I will. Do well, you know what, Michael? I will. I will take you up on that one day. Yeah, I will take you up yeah, on that one yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're no very worries. kind. Anyway, boss, what no, you got for us? Pardon? What have you got um, for us this just, evening, Michael? Well, I was just, I, I don't know why. I, I saw you, like you're thinking, no, I'm right, Stalker. I'd seen your post on Facebook about um, calling in and listeners and stuff, and I just thought, you know, today was like mental health yeah. awareness day. And I thought, like, you know, at, at my work especially, like I've had conversations with my kids, I'm really honest about, you know, how I deal with my own depression and how I kind of come across to other people and stuff. And I think that in many instances, people aren't very honest about how they're really feeling. And there's such stereotypes and there's such, um, I don't know, a lack of understanding. I mean, for example, a friend of mine was going through a really, really seriously tough time recently. And I actually went to the police because I was so worried about his welfare. Oh. I actually rang the Samaritans and the guy was just so bizarre. Um, but that's no disrespect to the Samaritans. No. They do do a really good job. But obviously it's volunteers. Yes. And I just was very disappointed by on that particular occasion. Why were you disappointed? Because they're not allowed to offer advice, are they? But That's the didn't. thing. He didn't. Yeah. He was just really odd. Because oh. I was standing in the reception of the police station, oh. and I asked if I could um, find out somewhere where my friend could get help. Because, like I said, I was really worried about his welfare. Yeah. And they didn't even... He's just being really odd. And he's all like, are you on the line? Press the button if you're on the line. I was like, look... Are you sure it wasn't an really... automated message that you were talking to? No, no, no. It was a proper oh. person. But, but I mean, in terms of the work that they do, it is fantastic. And I think that, you know, with all the th troubles in the world and, you know, social media and just people being very unkind to each other, I think people need to remember the positive things and the things that are really good in our lives. And we often are very guilty of focusing on the things that, you know, can easily tarnish. I, I know what we, we can like. I know what we can all focus on, Michael, that will, what? What will that will bring joy into what? our lives. And it's one very, very simple thing. We all just need to remember. I have a pen, I have an apple, uh, apple pen, I have a pen, I have pineapple, uh, pineapple pen.
pineapple, apple, pen. And I think it's simple things like that, Michael, that, that mm. can lift us to a, a state of... Thank you. A state of uh, cataclyptic euphemism or something, I don't know. <laughs> what? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, trying to remember the lyrics to a song and I couldn't... That's, no, all, that's no, all we no, need, Michael. Yeah, I mean, speaking in terms of songs and things, yeah. I used to be very close to um, a, a quite recognised uh, musician. Daniel O'Donnell! Really Oh, of course, of yeah. course. Yeah. I watched a funny programme about him that my friends are made and they think giggle. Um, but no, He's a Daniel O'Donnell! Pardon? Is Daniel O'Donnell is a real strange phenomenon, isn't he? Because he is sold. Oh, I'll say. I'll say. <laughs> people, t people, people told me I sound like him, and I was kind of like, you're being really you weird. Do so, you do. No, you do. It's that. It's you got very well, soft lilt. Well, they are quite close. Pineapple we are and quite, Not like that. We 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 originally come from a similar area. So well, yeah, you can, no, you do. You just and he is. I'm sure he's a delightful human being. I'm I could sure not name one Daniel O'Donnell song, but he sold I millions. I don't really want to. I know it's all old ladies with purple rinses yeah. who yeah. buy his stuff he, mostly. He so. makes Cliff Richard look edgy. Yeah, doesn't he? Uh, Cliff Richard, mm, no comment. <laughs> no comment, Michael. Yeah, and that's yeah, probably yeah, the yeah. best route to take. Each, each, each to their own. Yes. Uh, all I ever think of him uh, uh, when I was growing up, seeing him at Wimbledon with really dodgy glasses on and. A bling on his lapel. And Hang on, Cliff Richard jacket. had really dirty glasses on. No, 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 dodgy. really sort of like dodgy, like oh. really sort of like retro, big massive thing. Yeah, they were like a H Hank Marvin type. Yeah, mm. like yeah. aviators. Mm, mm, that's exactly mm. right. Yeah, 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 and really feathered. Mm. Um, sort of hair full of hairspray. But, I mean, he is hugely <laughs> talented. Like you say, he's made a career... Well, they both have made really huge careers for themselves. Out of, out of so not well. a lot, which is I bland. Know, I know. I, well, Cliff, yeah. I mean, the thing is, being entirely honest here, Cliff Richard was very striking when he was younger. Mm. You know, he was... I mean, he was in films, wasn't he, and things like that. He was a very pretty time. young man, wasn't he? Very pretty. He was. He was. Um, and I think that, you know, he has a relatively good voice. He's done a lot for, you know, charities. He's wild things, for sound! Oh, stop, stop. Hey, oh, Michael, voice. here's the thing. Cass will yeah. back me up on this. On, I, I um, learned today how to sing opera. Well, no, I'm not backing you up on that. It turns out I can sing opera. Would you like to hear? I'm sure you can. I'd love to hear. Go on. Right, so so it's, imagine you've been sat in the Covent Garden Opera House for four and a half hours. It's getting to the end, yes. okay? Yeah. And I'm just doing the last, the, the final two notes of the opera. Right. Okay. <laughs> It's very Tarzan slash The Lion King. Mm, mm, I expect it? you to hold Thank up you. a little lion cub and Thank just you. look out under the horizon. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. Michael, yeah, like, Michael I've got to move on because I'm late for break. It's nice to talk to you. Thank you so much, you Michael. You could do that if you could raise your arms over your head, but obviously with today's struggles, you can't... Oh, he's doing it. <laughs> that is proper opera. Well... Proper. <laughs> Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. What the hell was that? I mean, it's fair to say the trails here at Talk Radio, we have no input in whatsoever. And some of them are very imaginative. 
James Whale. I mean, um... I would apologise to a nationality, but I'm not sure which one we're supposed to apologise to. Everyone. I'm apologising to everyone. Wowzers. Of course, though, uh, the song on which that is spoofing, mm-hmm. uh, Joe Dolce, Shut Up Your Face. Kept. Um, and, uh, well, it kept Ultravox Vienna off the number one spot. Yeah. Um, and wasn't Joe Dolce, wasn't he Australian? An Australian... Um, Italian. Australian-Italian. Mm. He's from Australia. And um, he doesn't view that song as a novelty record. He views it as an astute political statement about immigration and the way immigrants are are, are treated and stuff yeah so maybe that's what whaley was doing it's monday evening it's 20 past 10 it's talk radio you know i'm trying to lose weight so i'm hungry it's a good sign it's a good sign uh we've got the studio set to green um and you can call in 0844 499 1000 what are we talking about well not a lot really um do I need to keep setting up the stall? Perhaps I do at this early stage of um, the radio show. You can call in about anything you want to call in about. It's as simple as that. Oh, let me tell you some guests we've got coming up, um, hopefully this week. On Wednesday, we've got Mark Mason coming in, who wrote, who's written this brilliant book. Now, it sounds boring. Right? It does. It does. But it's brilliant. Male Obsession, A Journey Round Britain by Postcode. It sounds boring. It, it's not. Did you know that until 1975, the Shetland Islands were called Zetland? No, I didn't See, know exactly. Well, now I do. Did you know up until, I th- I'm going to say 1969, mm-hmm. if you sent a letter that wasn't sealed, yes. you got it, it was cheaper. Why? So, I've... so they could check what was in it. It was cheaper. Uh, all of that stuff and more is in this um, this book. He's written so he's written some brilliant books. I think he's so he's just so clever and knows all of this trivia. But presents but he's also really funny. Yeah, he's Funnier he's than... he's coming in on Wednesday and he's going to be talking about that because that book's just coming out on paperback. Male Obsession. It's a brilliant, brilliant book. And then on Friday, hopefully. We're going to link up live with Los Angeles, California. And um, last week we spoke about the Bruce Bloitation movies, all the kind of... Um, Bruce Lee, when he was alive, only made, I think, four and a half films. But when he died, there were about three or four hundred other films that came out supposedly starring Bruce Lee or Bruce Lee lookalikes. There's a guy um, whose uh, name escapes me. Let me just find his name. It's, is it uh, Michael? Michael Worth. He's writing a book about this and he's doing a documentary uh, uh, about it. He's going to come on the show on Friday night. Hopefully, fingers crossed. And I'm just... All of those that have, of you that have watched Holy Hell for Film Ring... I am just waiting for Will, who made the film, to get in touch. Um, although I've got his mobile number, so if we don't hear from him by Wednesday, I'll give him a call or something, and we'll sort out him coming on the show. So hopefully that will be Thursday, but it might be next week. But that's the film you need to watch for Film Ring. Holy hell. And it's a film and a half. Isn't it just? Um, it's really divided people and divided sympathies. And I can understand. I can understand why. I have nothing but uh, sympathy for um, everybody involved in in that story. You know, it, I find it an incredible story. But lots of people have have come away saying, "Well, got no sympathy for them. They were all suckers." Well, they were innocent souls looking for something. Well, you know, it'd be interesting to see. Will was one of those people. So whatever. Yeah. So that's your 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 homework. Try and have it watched by Thursday. We're going to aim to have it on Thursday. Holy hell on Netflix. 
0844-499-1000 is the telephone number. We call you back. Matthew's on the line. Good evening, Matthew. Let's try. Hello? Oh, Matthew's gone. Okay. Oh, Matthew. Matthew. Try and call him back, please, Ed. Instead, it means we go to, whenever a caller drops off, we have to go to the subs bench, and on the subs bench, it's Alan Caddick. What kind of cake? Lemon drizzle. Oh, you can't go wrong with lemon drizzle. No cake for me, Alan. Well, you're on the diet. I'm on a diet, although saying that, I was in bed last night. I went to bed very early, about nine, 8 o'clock. Half eight. So you didn't watch X Factor then? Didn't watch the X Factor. I don't watch the X Factor. I don't like the X Factor. Um, well, I'll go tell you who's going to win it. Well, it'll be Honey G, will it? No, it'll be Simon Cowell. There we go. Now we're live. Now we're live. Sorry, guys. We're 24 minutes late. Imagine that. That wasn't live. That was pre-recorded. Do you know why? Do you know why we were 24 minutes late? Because we were watching Big Bloody Brother. I know. Here's the thing, right? I thought there's no point in us starting at 10 o'clock because everybody be watching Big Brother. So why don't we watch Big Brother? So that's what we did. Uh, hang on a second. Yes, Alan Caddick. Hello, Alan. Alan Caddick. Hello. Hello, Alan. Hello. Hello there. Hola. Hola. Hola, Gringo. Hola. Well, Gringo's a little bit racial stereotype. Uh, yes, Alan. You know that thing we can't talk about on the other side of the pond? But, um, what do you mean Donald Trump? There's been some development. Oh, is because uh, I um if you what developments are they? He said splutteringly. Well, he's heard a new communication guy in ten days. On he's fired him. Oh, well, hang on a minute. That's not a development because that happened. That in the world, in the ever-changing world of Donald Trump, in this ever-changing world in which we live in uh, of Donald Trump, that's old news. He's probably got through another three by now. I liked well, Scaramucci. I hello. Are you listening? I liked Scaramucci because he went on air and said that, you know, someone could suck his own dick. But will he do the Fandango? That's no way to speak about my wife. Um, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I mean, it really is. An, uh, America is a car crash. I can't wait for the season finale because it looks like it's going to be fun. Sponsored by North Korea. <laughs> it was sponsored by North Korea. Yeah, because the North Koreans were their weapons testing. Oh. They're getting they were closer. The old North Koreans and their weapon testing, guys. When will they learn? What's so funny, Alan, about peace, love, and indeed a little bit of what can only be described as understanding, huh? Okay. Uh, nuclear Armageddon. Nuclear Armageddon. And on that bombshell, it does an e- even more stilted conversation than usual with Alan, for crying out loud. And those conversations are normally pretty stilted. That one was even more stilted. Good evening, dear listener. Yes, we were, I, I, I have to confess, 24 minutes late starting the show. That's groundbreaking for you because we were watching Big Brother. And I, I, I literally thought, well, no one's going to be listening because everybody is watching Big Brother. So let's watch some of Big Brother. And then, you know, when your boss phones up and says, um, 
why aren't you doing the radio show that you're being paid extortionate amounts of money for? And you say, no, I'm watching Big Brother. And he says, yeah, that's not a good enough reason. You know that. You've, you've all had those phone calls, yeah? Well, that's what happened to me. Um, and <laughs> so it turns out that, um, yeah, be spontaneous, be a little bit dangerous, be a little bit raunchy, a bit blue, something for the dads. But um, there is an avant-garde line that you cannot cross, and that is the avant-garde line of being in the same building as the studio, but not actually doing the show. It turns out, Catherine, we've found the limit as to what nonsense our boss Uh. will not actually tolerate. And it turns out that limit is being in the same building, but not actually being on air air when your show is on, and still invoicing them for that show. Turns out that's out of order. Well, it's taken over a year. We found it. We found the limit. We found the line. 0344 499 is the telephone number. I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be honest. That Big Brother lineup, it's a bit dull. Um, Barry from EastEnders, I've met him, I've met him when I've been doing the Big Brother spin-off programmes. He's a really nice bloke, actually, a lovely bloke. Um, I seem to remember he's got a really lovely wife as well, whose name I can't think of. But a really nice bloke, who's one of those blokes that's like, yeah, where do you want me to stand, what do you want me to say? One of those, nice guy. Big draw for Big Brother, though, for Celebrity Big Brother? I don't know. Lovely Helen Lederer. I love Helen Lederer. And I got excited when I saw her go in, because I think she is fab. And I don't want to say national treasure, because that just normally means an old person. And, I, and she's, she, I think she's um, funny and brilliant and clever and, and was, um, my flies are undone, and it, uh, innovative. And, um, you know, a lot of people will now only know her from that kids show, uh, Saucy Jack, Salty Jack. Um, salty Jack. You always call it that. What is it then? Old Jack's boat. Yeah, well, I think my title. The dog is better. salty dog. Yeah, we go. Ooh, I know. It's like that fella in, in the park. Um, <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> but um, don't. This is not the time for laughter for crying out loud. <laughs> um, uh, but 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 she was she was she is a, a very funny person and was a very innovative comedian and I think opened a lot of doors for um, women to do comedy on television. She was was it Naked Video, wasn't it? The program that I think she was on when it was quite rare to see um, funny women on TV. Women were often the straight man, if that's not too much of a mixed metaphor. Also, she delivered the absolutely brilliant most brilliant training scene in the hilarious um, ITV comedy Splash. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. By being tipped into the swimming pool have we, off a crash mat. Have we had Helen on the show? No, we Why need to. Why have we not? Because I know her. I mean, I don't know her. We, we we see each other. Last time I saw her was at some weird Dennis the Menace thing watching kids getting guns. <laughs> but I've got her number. Although, after Big Brother, she won't want to come on this tosh. Um, everyone else, meh, you know, meh. I was, uh, uh, there was nothing really. I didn't. There was someone off Gogglebox. Who was that? Uh, Sandy. There was the um, the annoying bloke with the monobrow from The Apprentice from about three years ago. Carthic, yeah. Oh, I fit, mummy. I feel a bit Carthic. Um, that is. um, How is what? Really? Where's Snoop Dogg? We need someone like that in there. Well, was the big American that um, plastic lady? Candy. There was also an American. well, yes, she's an, um, she's from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which okay. I love. Yeah. She's not on that anymore because she kicked off with everyone there. I think yeah. she's done her act there. So she's going to do that here. But there was also a big American man. 
I don't know who he was. Hey, it's a bit of a, oh, really? I knew, I knew, I knew we should have watched Eden on Channel 4. I wanted to watch Eden. You hear about that? said. Well, did you, you know what the show is? No. They sent a load of people up to live in, like, the woods in Scotland, and they were going to film it for a year, right? No clothes on. No, they had clothes on, uh. but they were going to make, they had to make a community, right? And they were going to film it for a year, and they were told it was going to get shown every week, right? <gasps> then they all came out, and Channel 4 went, right. Um, we need to tell you, we haven't actually been showing it on TV because your community broke down and became so toxic that we decided not to show it. So they spent the year at this thing thinking they'd come out and be whoa, reality whoa, whoa. stars. And it was so toxic. So it was, it was a horrible, horrible life they were living. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, And no one's filming it. No, they filmed it. And it's being shown this week. So instead of it being shown over a year, it's all being shown in the, it's being condensed into the, this one week. What the hell were we doing watching Channel 5? <laughs> I know! I know, guys! I know! How's about them apples? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, this is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Unmissable Late Night Radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, so yeah, Eden looks good. But you can, here's the thing about television now. You can watch it anywhere, anytime. You don't even have to set the video recorder. You don't even have to set the video to do that. Betamax, VHS, uh, uh, Philips 2000. You don't need to do it. You can just, so I can go, uh, um... I could. I won't. But when I ride home on my scooter tonight, we brought my scooter in, I could strap the phone to the front and watch the telly on that. I'm not going I to. I really wouldn't. I'm not going to. No. It's illegal. Um, and also, I don't know my way home without using a well, motorway. So. Also, you're a bit wibbly on that thing. I'm very wibbly on that thing. I haven't read it, ridden it for ages. I stalled it. I stalled it. Or rather, I... Uh, well... I thought I'd stalled it on the A40 flyover, which is the road coming into London. It's high up, it's two lanes, very, very busy. Goes on to the Marleybone Road. And um, I'm in the middle of it, trying to weave in between the vehicles, because I'm not very good at that. And Gatford and, and, and CJ, I'll come to you in a bit. 0344 499 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, and um, I'm not very good at the weaving in between cars. I'm still building up the courage to do that. And I need I need whiskers like a cat to know my width, right? <laughs> Um, and I've clipped a couple of these things happen. Um, but th- then I, I stalled it and I thought, oh, shit. So I tried starting it again and it wouldn't start. It wouldn't turn over. Now, it, it took a few minutes to start because I've not ridden it for a couple of weeks. When I'm, so I thought, okay. But then, and then the cars are sort of moving. And so I sort of have to get over to the side. I'm there for about three or four minutes. It's not going. It's, oh, it's not turning over. And I'm trying different. And it's just not. I'm thinking, oh, God, this is awful. This is the worst thing. And then it turns out that I'd flicked the engine cutoff switch. There's an. Why would you put an engine cutoff switch right next to the thing that makes the thing you turn, the circular thing you turn to make you go faster? Why would you do that, scooter uh, designers? So I managed to get it started, and then I was I was riding along. That's a not, I got it up to sixty today. Got it went up to sixty miles an hour. And how did that make you feel as a person? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good job you've got an enclosed helmet. <laughs> that was what was going on at sixty miles an hour. Flipping heck, man! It's terrifying. I've got to do it. I've got to do it back tonight. And oh god, do you want a lift? And you can just get a taxi. Well, if it's raining, I'm going to get a taxi. I don't like it. I was driving in in the rain, 
and it wasn't heavy rain. It was like a light, gentle rain, and it was quite romantic, actually. But um, I wouldn't ride it in the heavy rain. I, I, it's no, it's not what it's about. No, it? it's not. What it's, it's not really about. an outdoor bike, is it's it? It's not really for you, spy a lanky uh, middle-aged man. Good evening, CJ. Hello. Hello. How are we? Uh, you know, ups and downs, ups and downs, swings and roundabouts. But all in all, CJ oh. mustn't complain. Brilliant. And you, you know, in the, um, the twenty-five minutes when what was it? Twenty minutes when you, when you were watching Big Brother? It was twelve. It was. I've, and I've had official Somewhere confirmation like from my boss. It was twenty-four minutes. I have to dock from my <laughs> invoice for this show. Which oh, is... well, I've got some good news. It. Oh yeah, go on. And um, the audio um, stuff they were playing was you talking about your bad back. Did I have a bad back? Mm. Well, I don't have a bad back now. Look, I'm dancing a jig. Gosh, it's well, a miracle. Because I, <laughs> I thought it was a live um, I wondered why people were tweeting me about spasms and tramadol. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> I wonder what I thought was going on. Well, I, I thought it'd be funny to set up a, um, a crowdfund page whilst that was playing, saying, yeah. let's help. Ian with his bad back. Oh, I'm. St- oh, now you mention it, the twinges are the twinges are coming <laughs> back. back. The twinges are coming back, CJ. Well, it feels I can feel something going. Someone has donated four pounds to cover that for a minute. So we're okay. We're okay. Oh man, alive! Well, that's that's. D- 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 and, and my- I'm not joking. It's a real page. It's um, crowdfunding um, slash pray for Ian. Oh, get rid of genuine, that. For- genuine thing. Well, well, don't. Well, well, make sure you don't say it's for me and give it to Chad. I don't want it. I don't want it. I've not got a bad back. I don't want to crowdfund uh, money for my <laughs> bad back. I've got plenty. Listen, I, I have a lovely, uh, um, not an atheist, what do they call it? An optometrist. No. An <laughs> osteopath called <laughs> Brian. I have a lovely bloke called Brian. And when I, my back... I'm not sure where that four pound's going to go, to be honest. No, when, you know. when, uh, when, I, when my back's feeling dicky, I go and see Brian. <laughs> I give him 40 quid. He clicks me and um, it, it, I feel a whole lot better. But um, Should we send it in? <laughs> Huh? Should we send the four pounds? I don't there? want the four pounds! Get rid of the four pounds, you lunatic! Dear God! Dear goodness gracious me! Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Yet Ford! Ian Lee! Ian Lee! Curly calf! Don't bring me into this. No. Alright, okay, fair enough. Well, fair enough. I don't yeah. know... I could... Hang on a minute. I don't think I could name you. By the way, I thought of a brilliant game the other day. Um, Remind me XYZ in a bit. All right. I don't think I could name you an opera. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Even I could do that. Um... I I'll, name you th- I'll name you three. Tosca. Is that, is that yes. an opera? Yeah, yeah. Barbara Seville. Okay, let's do it. We're going round. Catherine? La Traviata. A shib- okay. Um... Oh, um... The Mikado. Mm. Madam Butterfly. Yeah. Hang on, Kath's raising. Uh, see, this is. It. I knew she'd get snobby with us. Uh. I've said the Mikado, and you've said Madam Butterfly. You're saying that's not an opera. Well, isn't the Mikado? Isn't that um, Gilbert and Sullivan? He's good. I like him. It's not proper. All right, opera, is he? he's um, not proper. La Traviata. I've already done that one. Okay, yeah. um, that's, that's it. About, I'm out of. Con- uh, uh, yeah. Da- she's calling you a tosser. No, I'm saying Tosca. What? I did Tosca. No, you never. Um, that's it, we're out of operas. Aida? Aida, Carmen? <laughs> What's Aida got to do with it? Yes. Um, mm. yeah. We're probably not the right audience for opera. No, we're, we're not the right audience no. for opera, this are we? This is not Radio 3. No, no, no. We are not an opera-loving uh, society. That's more a James Whale audience, then, Oh, God! It? It's for yeah. Yeah. Yes. Tommy? So, 
Well, it's a rock opera. A rock opera. Toppy. Oh, sorry, Tommy. Yeah. Tommy, rock can opera. you hear me? Can you feel me near you? Tommy, can you see me? Can I help to cheer you? Well, Ooh. in that case, then, can I... Oh, no, I can't really go for The Wall by Pink Floyd. It's not an opera. No, mate, it's a concept. No, it's a concept It's a CA, album. a concept album, or a yeah. crappy album. I could do concept albums, but that would take a while. But, yeah. yeah, so here's the game I've got, right? XYZ. XYZ. Oh, right. no, don't you've, say Z. You've got to... We go round. Yeah. Oh, we need a fourth player, otherwise it's not going to work. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. If you want to play XYZ. What we do... Oh, we've got one. Hang on a minute. Right. Hang on a minute. We're late for the break. Stay there, Gatford. We've got the break. And then we, me, Kath, Gatford and Andre, we're going to play XYZ. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. So we're going to have a quick game of XYZ. Good evening, Andre. Hi. Uh, yep. Hello. Uh, what? Uh, hold on a minute. Yes. Yep. Yes, well. Oh, it's well, a beautiful day. Oh, oh, watch you. Is that Catford? Yeah, yeah. Mm. How you doing? Oh, mate, yeah, not bad. Yourself? <laughs> yeah, no, not too dusty. Right. Yeah, I'm just listening to Neil Diamond at the moment in between. Oh, yeah, we're raising, we're raising money tonight for, for um, uh, Andre to get a ticket to Neil Diamond. Oh, right. I'll, I'll, I'll give him some money for that. Yeah, why not? Okay, oh. fine. Yes. Yeah. So, right, thank you, Chef. Oh, uh, Andre, we're going to play XYZ. Yeah. Are you in? Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. go on, go for it. The way this works is, is you need you need two or four to play it, right? Yeah. We start with me on X, mm-hmm. and I have to name a band that begins with X. Oh. Yeah, okay. Then we go to Catherine, and she has to name a, begin, a band that begins with Y. Uh-huh. Yep. Then we go to Gatford, who has to name a band that begins with Z. Oh, yeah. Then we, then we go to Andre, who has to, and we start again. So Andre has to name a band that begins with X, then I'm Y, then you're Z. That, so you, we got it, yeah? Oh, my. Yeah, that's it. Go on, that's Here we starting. go. Here we go. I'm starting with an X. XTC. Yazoo. ZZ Top. XO Specs. Whoa, I was going to have that. Uh, Yellow. It can be a band or artist. Band or artist. Surname, can I go with? Yes, of course you can. Zappa. There we go, she's in. Can I go for the XX? Yeah, of course you can. Begins with X, mate. Yep, the the XX. No, hang on a minute, you're not doing X, though. Yeah, I am, because Kath did Z. Yeah, so, no, hang on a minute. Yeah. Right, so then it's Andre's turn to do Y. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Okay, away you go, Andre. Uh, uh, Yellow Magic Orchestra. Yep, 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 Z. Um... Ooh, I can't be out of my own game. This can't be good. Um, oh, um... Oh, he's got it. He's gone. He's had it. Oh, shut, he's had it. Sh- shut up! He's, 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 he's blown it. I've not blown anything! Oh, you have. Oh, you're no. Out. You're I, out for ten goes. I've got one. Um... Don't Google it. Zulu. Oh, oh. the Z, surely. Okay. Yeah, Zulu. Yeah, but you're doing X. No, no, I'm, I'm doing X. I'm no, like... no, I'm doing Z. Flipping it. Do you know the alphabet, you muppet? I know you haven't got all the toes that God gave you. You, I, you I lost it. You, you wasted a toe. No, look, but the, the toe next There to are children become... in Africa who would kill for a toe. <clears throat> well, send them over. Excuse me. The one next to oh, it has become dislocated. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, I That one's going as well. Get on with the game. Catherine, get off the internet. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You're I on promise. Twitter, mate. You're no, on Twitter. I promise. I'm You're not, on Twitter. I promise. I'm not cheating. Right. So what? Do we're you remember when Christ- I'm on X? Yeah. Do you remember when Christina Aguilera went dirty? Yeah. And everyone called her Xtina. Mm. 
Yes, it no, happened. No. Yes, it happened. Doesn't matter. So no. I'm going ex Dina. All right, I will let you have that. Go on. Who's why? Me, uh, Neil Young. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, good, 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 good. Um, go on. Who am I? Who am I? Zed. One. Oh, I've got Zed? a good one. I've got a good one for Zed. Ah. That's not made up like Zulu. Um, hold on. Zed. Zed. Yep. Zed. Zeppelin. He's got you. No, yeah, I'm going to let him have that. I'm going to let him yeah. have that. All right, so I'm X. Well, I know, because it's true. That's why. Well, it's Led yeah. Zeppelin. Don't get cocky, Andre. Um, no. if, you were, if you went into HMV or Tower, would you go to the yeah. L section or the Z section? I'd go to the CD, personally. Oh, for crying oh. Right, OK, oh. what am I on? Oh, X. Um, oh, Billy Idol. Huh? Billy Idol. Billy Idol? Uh, is that how the alphabet works now? Heck, we're doing X, yeah? Yeah. Billy Idol. Well, where's, where's the X in that? Billy Idol? Yeah. Yeah. What was the name of Billy Idol's band, guys? Billy Idol? Oh, yeah. No, it's uh... Oh, it was Generation X. Thank you! Thank you yeah. for being a friend. Catherine's on Y. Here we go. Yaz and the Plastic Population. Oh, yes, baby! Who's on Z? Gatford? Me, um... I've got a great one for Z. Z. Bring not, it back. Not Frank Zapper, his son, the other Zapper. You got a name him, boy? Got a name him, boy? No, because I just have to say the Zapper. No, you I? don't. You've got a name him. <sighs> it's not like Moonchild Zapper. Um, nope, that's not her name. Oh, Earth Child Zapper. Nope. One more and you're out. Oh, Brahmi Cass. You're strict. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> God. Gatford? Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, how's, how's that Wikipedia going? No, I'm not. I'm not touching a computer unlike you two, cheats. I'm not. Well. I've got a bit of Neil Diamond going on here, look. Okay. He can't sing and dance with it, can't walk. You know, tell Neil Diamond yeah. to shut up. Yeah. All right, I'll turn it down for you. There you go. Gatford? Come on. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, give me a second. Give me Come a second. Come on, Gatford. I'm coming off the zapper. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> here we go. Any time tonight, Gatford. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Go on, give him a, let's give him a clue. Billy uh, Thank, Thanks for calling, Gatford. Thanks for playing. Right, so it's my turn. No, it's, um, uh, 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 turn. Yep. So he's on... X. No. Or oh, the X. Z, is he going to call No, he's on X. X. He's on X. Oh. Andre, you're on X. Oh, man. X. Uh, uh, Ooh. It's a good X. game, isn't it? It's a good game, this. X, X, X. X, X rose specs, I'll sit down. Yeah, we've yeah. had that. We've had that. Before. Um... Oh. Come on, boy. If you want, put me X, X2C. Already been done, mate. That was the first one, first cab off the rank, I'm afraid, Ons. Uh, Ons. <laughs> Ons. I've, got, I've got a great one for X. Follow, clue, following man. the rule of being able to make the second word begin with the letter. Extreme? No, not extreme. <laughs> now, did really? extreme spell, no. it, spell it with an E? No. I don't think so. Nah. Shall I check? Check, see how they spell extreme. Yeah. With an E. Sorry, Andre. Oh. We're going to have to say goodnight, oh. mate. Oh, all right then. Well, there we go. Uh, so, where are we now? Why? Me? Is it yeah, me? Yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes? Yeah. Yes? Yeah. Yes? Yeah. Yes? Yeah. Yes? Yeah. No, that's my band. Yes. Oh. <sighs> Dweezil Zappa. Um, X, Y, Z, X. 
X. Um, Liberty X. Okay. Mm. Um, oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. If you want to play X, Y, Z. Um. Oh, Sydney Youngblood. Yep, yep, I don't yep. know where the hell he came from. Which which zapper did you just have? Dweezil. I'll have Moon Unit. Okay. So, am I an ex again? Yes, mate. Oh yes! My gosh. Oh, baby, baby. Um. There we go. Go on, go. Come on, go. No, I'm out. Game over, guys. Game over. I fold. You folded. Well done. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. So I did ride my scooter in uh, uh, today because the car is... Well, you don't think the engine light was going off on and off in my car. It's gone off now. Fixed then. But my wife's car has leaked inside the car. What's leaked? Oil? No, no, water. Water has leaked inside her car. What, rain? Yeah, yeah. And so it's buggered the car up. It somehow, she's got a golf, a, a golf, a golf. It somehow has leaked into the car and has destroyed the computer. Ooh. The cars are now... She didn't leave the window open. No, either. no. Apparently it's kind of a little bit of a fault with these things. T- t- thank Paul and tell him, t- thank you. Let's try again tomorrow, please. There's only so much life I can have sucked out of a show. Um, um, he, uh, so it, it's, apparently it's a, a bit of a thing with some Volkswagens and the water has leaked it. Now it's knackered the computer that powers the car. That's going to be an expensive job because they don't just like put a Spectrum in or something. No. Like, they, they, that's the whole thing. So the car got towed away. So she's borrowed my car, right? And the engine light is off now, which is fine. So I phoned up the garage and said, I'm not going to bring it in because the, anyone, all right, fair play. But then I got a text from my wife earlier on today saying, now don't panic, but. Um, there was a lorry blocking a street and I got out of the car and asked the lorry if he would move and he told me to F off. (gasps) So I tried to drive around him and he reversed to block me in. So I said I was going to report him. So he took my number plate and said he was going to report me to the police. So if anyone from the police gets involved... As then, if the police are going to get involved well, in that kind of nonsense. Well, we know the police get involved in all kinds of things these days. But so she has been involved in an incident. A fracar. A fracar. My car is a fracar. <laughs> she has, um, say no to fracars. She has been, she has incited a road rage incident. Um, and people will think it's me. Yeah. People will think it's me. What has done it? Good evening, Paul. Evening, Ian. I, I think we should start a campaign to report Ian Lee to the police. Well, God, no, please. What? No, now. What have I done now? Just to no, keep me I've on my been, toes. Have you ever been arrested, Ian? Um, do you know what? I've never been arrested, even in my wild younger days. Oh, um, you need that experience, mate. I, yeah, brilliant. I wouldn't like it now, but I, I, I wish it had happened when I was younger. What happened to you? I've been arrested twice and I've been locked up, but only in police cells. Yeah. And um, I, I really enjoyed being in a, in a cell. It was like being a monk, you know. It was quiet. It was meditative. I had a wonderful time in that cell. So 
So I would recommend it to anybody. I, I, I wish I'd done it in my 20s. I don't really want to do it in my 40s. Um, I, I was arrested for thought crime, but I was never prosecuted. I turned the tables on the police, yes. and I actually charged them. What? I took the police to court. And how did that go for you? Oh, man, alive. It became a national story. It was all over the world, you know? Well, did it get a million hits like your videos do? Uh, 50 million. 50 Come million. on! But you're just plucking figures out. You are plugging figures, 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 figures. There we go. Out you of thin you, air. You know when you Google something and it comes open with a few references? Yes, yes. There were 24 pages of references on this. Oh well, that doesn't mean that, 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 that. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean it's been seen 50 million times. If you Google stones, you'll get like a hundred pages. But but stones. That was a conservative estimate, by the way, Ian. 50 million. <laughs> Shut up, you nut job. No, seriously. Did you get arrested by the police for talking bollocks? <laughs> Is that what it was? Yeah, I mean, they only arrest you if you talk bollocks. If you talk sense, they just walk up by. I was brought up. I'm, I'm old school. By. I'm old school. And listen, I know the police have... Uh, I know they do yeah. some terrible, terrible things, in, in, including... They've the police, mate. Including, you know, sometimes killing young black men. Yeah. But I was brought up to <laughs> totally, uh, totally Ooh. respect and be afraid of the police. So if ever I see a copper, I'm always, good evening, officer. What, how, I got followed by um, a copper on Twitter. And I replied saying, good evening, officer. What seems to be the problem? And they just replied, oh, nothing. We're fans. This isn't an investigation or anything like oh, that. Oh, wow. So I've got, I've got a lot well, of time for the police. What shocked me is when I was in the police station, you yes. know, you're sitting down, all these coppers are walking around yes. you. I've never seen so many fat backsides in my life. Well, they do. They, they changed the rules, didn't they, about height and about yeah. girth for coppers. And, um... I, I mean, I don't think, I don't They're think, not what they used to be well, in, I don't think not. Bobby's, you, you know, you, I don't think Bobby's chase crooks down the street anymore. That's not the job anymore, is it? There wasn't a tash in the station. There wasn't a moustache in the station. God when damn I was it! A lad, all, all decent coppers had a moustache. All decent coppers had a moustache. You're absolutely right, Paul. Big, thick, black one. Steady. Like Frank Zappa. Here we go. Uh, Paul, thank you very much indeed. Oh, three, four, four. Four nine nine one. Those were the hairy old days, weren't they? <laughs> the hair, you don't. You weren't. You weren't allowed to have a beard as a copper, but you can now. Yeah, well, same in the army, wasn't it? Yeah, because they were worried that you would. Someone would grab your beard and pull your cheeks off, or something <laughs> like that. I'm not quite sure what the. Um, here we go. You're, you're in trouble. Um, Andrew says, "Dear Kath." Such a snobby thing to say the Mikado's not a proper opera. <gasps> of course it is. It's like saying astrology's not a science. Oh, uh, he's, a, he's a nut job, right? Yeah. Sorry, I thought that was a genuine, sensible Someone person. Someone proving my point. He's a nut job. Dear listener, we're 24 minutes late. I need to speak to the boss to see if we can run over for an extra 24 minutes. But while we do that, why don't you listen to some ads? Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We should have a look in the papers. Some exciting news. Box fizz are back, not on this show. Um, and robots are going to take over the world and bum us all to death. Oh, and uh, we've got Derek Griffiths. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I like 
mean, really. How could you not like Juanitos and Hey? That is Juanitos and Hey. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Of course, um, the King of Bullshine, I mean, he's been to court. So excellent psychic man, Derek Akura, is in um, the Big Brother house. Do they pay double? Is Sam going in as well? Not just Sam, the whole spirit world, surely. Just think of all the celebrities they're getting for Derek Akura's feet. John Lennon, Churchill... Orson Welles, Bruce Lee. Mary, who, of course... Loves Dick. Um, so they really have um, played an absolute blinder by um, getting the uh, king of um, uh, um, improvised theatre. Uh, I think that's the polite way of uh, describing him. Um, in there. David Bab- Badcock, our, um, our ghost uh, hunter, must be so pleased to see someone from his profession um, in the Big Brother house... Doing the good work of um, all of those people that um, um, claim to be able to speak to dead people, even though they're dead. And once you die, that's it. Nothing. End of game over. There's no heaven. There's no hell. There's no limbo. There's nothing. The lights switch off and your consciousness is gone and you count for naught. Not a bean. Not a bean. Um, so he must be pleased that that's happening. I'm sure David's overjoyed. Did anybody go in after we... How long did it go on for? The, the, did we did we leave... Did, did Boss drag us in before the end, Selfishly, maybe? yes, he did. So, so can, we, can we see... Can you tell me who else... Hang on, I'm going to clip my neck. It's going to be a good one. Oi! That was a bad one. Hang on, here it is. Listen. Oh, no, there's more in there, but it, it's just not happening. Um, who else has gone in the Big Brother house? I do have to say... Um, it, it was a poor Carthic from uh, The Apprentice. Yep. Very poor. V poor. V poor, Eves. Sarah, brackets, party um, Harding. No, I like Sarah Harding. So do I. I. Um, I, I sat well, no, op- actually, I don't like her because she um, moaned I, all the way through my labour. I sat opposite her at um, at a, an awards do once while we had a meal, and I got on I got on with her greatly. Well, when I was having my first baby, and yes. I was in some discomfort because yes. it does smart. Yes, girls allowed were learning to ride ponies, and all I could hear was her whinging about how much it hurt falling off a pony. Well, I hurt more, and I, I hadn't fallen off anything. I well, tell you what, I want to know is how big Prince Charles's penis is oh. and um, how good or bad a lover he was. That's what I want to know. So I, for one, can't wait to see this excellent documentary from um, the Queen of Hearts, Lady Di, um, revealing everything from beyond the grave. I can't wait for it. Ooh. And all the... Well, co- oh, come on. You know, if there, you know there's something salacious in there, you're going to read about it and you're going to watch it. Bring it on! I don't want to know about Prince Charles's um, little um, king. It's going to um, the heir to the throne is apparent. That's what he says. Does he? Yeah. It's a royal decree. If you can see, um, <laughs> if, okay, um, Prince Charles, okay, um, the heir to the throne is apparent. Would you like to sit on the throne? Oh gosh! Stand to attention. Um, I think it's in the public interest to know what sex was like between those two people. Hey, 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 she was media savvy, right? She knew it was being filmed. She knew that on the anniversary of her death, we would get to see these tapes. She knew all of this. She's not stupid. She's not stupid. Oh, but what about the boys? Oh, they'll be all right. If there was a tape of mine... Here's the thing. 
I've had to ask my mum the last time she had an orgasm and does she uh, masturbate. I've had to ask her these questions. And you're fine. And I am absolutely <laughs> fine. I had to ask those questions at a hospital thing when they were giving her, um, uh, she was on a cannabis, um, uh, treatment Guys. thing. And I had to ask her, um, all right. And I said, Mum, I'm going to ask you two questions. <sighs> we're going to, you answer them and we're never going to talk about this ever again. When was the last time you had an orgasm and do you math now? Oh my god. So if I can do that, that's a true, that's a true story. I actually did in Reading Hospital. Um, a bit like Reading Jail, uh, a bit like Oscar Wilde there, but slightly different. Uh, if I can do that, then, um, the boys can set their video recorders to tape this and sit through that. It's the least they could do in memory of their dear old mum. I know the soundtrack to my conception. I mean, for God's sake. Was it this? Oh, oh. Oh, stop it. Oh, really? Honestly. Oh, oh no, no, no. Um, there we go. We've got the full the full transcript in your um, um, son. Um, Don't do the voice. I remember meeting Charles and feeling desperately sorry for him. Um, there's a bit about sex. Oh, God. Sex with Charles. Here we go. Here we go. Let's get some... Um, hang on. Sexy music. Let's get a little bit of sexy music. Hang on a minute. We're going to do this. We've got the we've got the scoop. We might as well. If we go on to the old uh, YouTubington. YouTube! Open. Open, Sarah. For goodness sakes. It will not... It, okay, we'll have to find... Uh, if, if that's not going to open, then I have to go on something that's not quite so sexy. But it'll do the job. It'll do the job. Um, here we go. <laughs> Sex the Charles. Well, well, there was, there was, there was, but it was odd, very odd, but it was there. Then it fizzled out about seven years ago, six years ago. Well, seven because Harry was just eight. Instinct told me it was just so odd. I don't know. There was no requirement for it from his case. Sort of once every three weeks, and I kept thinking, and then I followed a pattern. He used to see his lady once every three three weeks before we got married. That's it. Oh, well, good. I'm glad she didn't give us the ins and outs. Oh, what? Catherine, you lowered the tone. Um, it's David Badcock, the show's very own um, ghost hunter. Yes, yes. Well, well, well. Sorry? Well, well, well. What's, uh, what's that in reference to? Have you fallen down a well, well, well? I've not fallen down a well, 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 but the, the big brother, celebrity big brother viewers are about to... Oh, why is that? You must be pleased that one of your own, um, a, a performance artist, an improviser, is in the big inside the Big Brother house this evening. Must be good news for all of you guys. Right, right. Let's just take you up on the phrase, one of your own. Yes. Right. He, I, I am nothing like that silver-haired charlatan. Well, he's very Gary. handsome, clean-shaven, got a big old man's nose, I noticed, but he's also very, very successful, very say, wealthy. He's not silver-haired, he's got frosted tips. Yeah. What? He's I'll, a, I'll he looks you, like an I'll all round you, good egg. I'll, I'll give you frosted tips if you if you say that again. He is abysmal. Oh. And he's ma- he's he's making a laughing stock of serious, hard working paranormal investigators like uh-huh. myself. Yeah. What what makes you say that, David? Because he's had he's, he's had a, a hugely successful television career, he's books he's written. Hang on, books he's written, um, uh, live tours and shows. He's played all around the world. He's spoken to some of the most famous dead people alive. So, he's an idiot. Why, why why do you say that? Have you seen Have you seen the the, the and I hate to say it, but the, the Mary Love Love Dick clip? 
Everyone's seen that. Yeah, we love that. It's a great clip. That's right. what you need Thank to... You. You, that's gone viral, you see. You need right. to go viral. Right, well, you see, when the cameras go off, he, he comes out of character, doesn't he? Oh. He comes straight out of character like a weasel out of a bumhole. Oh, gosh. Um, uh, well, well, I've never met the gentleman, so I wouldn't know. Tell me more. I've met him. I've met him. Okay, go on. I've met him. Yeah. I, I, trund- I trundled up to him with my sack, and I said, Hello, Derek Akora. And back, back then, I, I had no qualms with him. Yes. I said, Hello, Derek Akora. Could you sign this, please? And yes. I, I, I held it out. And um, he said, Oh, lovely. It's, it's, it's lovely to meet fans like yourself. Yes. Yeah. I'm confused fans. as to where, where, where the bad bit of this story is. Fans. Yeah. He, he spoke to me like I wasn't an equal. Oh, ah. I see, I see. Okay, we, we, well, do you, do you guys not have a secret handshake or something? Yeah, slap him around the face. Oh, come on now, we're not, I'm not going to encourage violence against um, one of Britain's greatest actors. Well, do you like him? I think he's fantastic, yeah, I love it, great. Well, 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 that's silly. Okay, well, that's that's a strong argument, David. Um, uh, I, I'm not sure it would stand up in a court of law, but I appreciate you bringing it to the table. He's a, he's a bloody charlatan. Thanks for calling, David. Right. There we go. So another satisfied customer on uh, the Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee. Um, Diana's Diana everywhere. Look, Diana here, Diana there, Diana every bloody where. Um, except on the front page of the Daily Express. That's strange. Gosh. They, they're going with statins. Now, I don't know what a statin is. It's for blood pressure, isn't but it? Because one minute everyone's supposed to take statins, and then it's, oh, no, don't take statins. And then it's like, oh, no, 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 yeah, they, everyone should have statins. Oh, no, 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 no statins. I, I, every, I, I'm confused. It's statin warfare, and mm. I don't even know what a statin is. And I'm probably of the age where I should be or should not be Taking statins, depending on, on, on what day of the, the the week you read the newspapers. Yeah. I would definitely take statin advice, rather than the Daily Express, yes. I would take it from a medical professional. Well, OK, but they flip and flop so much these days. All they need is scientific evidence, and they'll, they'll, they'll change their opinions. 03444991000 is the telephone number. This is Talk Radio. Unmissable late-night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344 499 1000. Ah! Oh! Yes, now I'm reminded. I've got um, important informazioni. So we're going to do another game of tag stroke had stroke it. And um, we gave out the date of Sunday. We're going to do it on a Sunday, right? Um, if you missed the last one, it'll go out as a podcast at some point. And also, uh, you can watch a brilliant film that uh, um, our mate Dan uh, 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 Mug- at Mugger Harris made. It's beautiful, psychedelic uh, celebration. Kath put the audio together and he kind of nicked some of the audio and the footage that I shot and Kath shot and a couple of other people who were there shot. Um, and he's made it into a beautiful film. If you go to youtube.com slash rabbit hole, it's up there, as are loads of other stuff. There's tons and tons of stuff on there. There's um, that night that guy called in and, and gave me a rollicking and told me I was a bad parent. There's me interviewing Danny Baker, Tony Robinson. Um, there's um, silly little films that some of you have made, dear listener. Dredge made a short film. So there's loads of stuff on there, and we're going to keep adding more stuff. I've been a bit slack recently, but we're gonna, now I've got a green screen. I could be anywhere. 
Now I've got a green screen, we could be literally anywhere. So you can see the film of uh, Had Stroke Tag Stroke It uh, up on there. YouTube.com slash rabbit hole. We were going to do another one because it was so successful and we thought we'd do it on a Sunday. You know, I do the Virgin Radio show Sunday morning. And um, we thought we'd do it after that and maybe more of you could come. Um, and so we were going to do it on Sunday the 27th of August. And then loads of people tweeted going, whoa, are you an idiot? That's the Notting Hill Carnival. That's the Notting Hill Carnival. Something I've never been to, something I have absolutely zero interest in going to. I don't like people. I don't like um, uh, steel drums. Uh, I love jerk chicken, but a million people crammed into three streets. Uh, 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 Ain't for me. Um, And also getting around London that weekend is a nightmare. So we've cancelled it. No, we haven't. We've moved it. We're going to do it. On Sunday, the 3rd of September. Is that right? That's the next one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Sunday, the 3rd of September, we will be playing... Catherine and I are going to rock up to Speaker's Corner in Hyde Park. Um, If it's still going, I might do a little speech on Speaker's Corner. (laughs) But I need to bring a box to stand on. You have to stand on a box. Um, At 3pm, we're going to meet at Speaker's Corner in Hyde Park. The nearest tube, I think, is Marble Arch. Um, and about ten past three, we're going to play, at the very least, four rounds of Had, Stroke, Tag, Stroke, It. We will not be playing Dobby. Uh, we what, might play Tiggy. What is t- Dobby? Dobby's in a very small part of the north, uh, northwest, I think they call it Dobby. Uh. Tiny little part. Um, uh, we're going to play it. And we... Hello, come in. And we're going to uh, record it and we're probably going to film it as well. Uh, make another little movie. Uh, you are all invited. Uh, and you are invited to bring kids. And someone today tweeted, would it, would it be all right if I brought a three-year-old? Would they be too young? Hey, listen, you're the parent. But uh, as far as I'm concerned, no. No. It, it gives me a chance to catch someone. Yeah. Frankly. So um, uh, bring kids of any age. Um, and we'll have a little chat with everyone before. And everyone that comes, I think, will be nice people that will will not go easy on the kids. But, you know, it, it, it's not, it's not going to be rough and tumble. There's no, you know, falling over and rolling around. It, it's going to be a gentle game. Gentle. It's going to be an intense game of tag. Your kid will not get Boris. No, no, well, although I, I tagged <laughs> one of those boys by literally it's, it's, just gl- 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 a glancing blow across the head. He did a somersault. Yes. Yeah. SH1T. <laughs> um, so it's happening, right? Sunday, the 3rd of September. You are all invited. I would say, you know, bring um, bring some refreshments, bring some water. Uh, if you want to bring a little picnic, uh, you know, do that. I'm going to bring some bits and pieces. I think a little blankie to sit on, um, and we might go and get ice cream. You know, if there's if there's not loads of you, I'll buy you an ice cream. If there's loads of you, you can get stuffed. <laughs> um, and we'll be there for we'll be there for about an hour. So maybe you want to incorporate it into your day if you're you know doing a day trip to London or something. Oh, like bring that. a picnic. Yeah. So Sunday, the third of September. At 3pm, we will be playing tag. Someone's trying to own me on Twitter about the Beatles. What? Do they know who they're dealing with? Recently, you did a quiz and asked the question, who was the original drummer with the Beatles? You said it was Pete Best. What about Tommy Moore and Norman Chapman? Both played in the Beatles prior to the Hamburg tour of 1960. I would say, Martin, they weren't called the Beatles then. I would, I would say, I would say they might have been called the Silver Beatles. B-E-E-T-L-E-S. I don't think they would have been the Beatles. I don't think they would have been the Beatles, Martin. So, nice try. Thank you, but no. Good evening, Richard. 
Hello, how are you? I'm good, thank you, Richard. What you got for us? Um, you, you, uh, talking about Derek Cora, um, I didn't realise he was in uh, Big Brother. He is in the um, Big Brother house. He should have told you all psychically if you've signed up to his psychic newsletter. <laughs> well, now he's safely in there with no, um, like, he, he's not listening to this because you're not allowed to listen to radio in there. I can feel I can safely say this, but um, he sort of... Well, hang on a second! Well. Bearing in mind he has been to court and, and sued successfully, I believe, for libel, just be careful. Oh, there's no label here. In, in fact, it's the opposite. Oh. He made me realise that I'm an awful hypocrite because um, once he followed me on on Twitter, and yes. I don't believe in any of that kind of um, yes. uh, fraud. But um, once he followed me on Twitter, I felt I could never uh, speak ill of you know psychics or anything again. I haven't since, and whatever sort of people are having a conversation about psychics, I always sort of bite my tongue just in case he sees it and gets upset. Is, well, he doesn't need to follow you on Twitter to see. It. He, of course, is omnipresent and omniscient. Omniscient. Omnipresent well, and om... Now, don't tell me! Why, this is the thing. I do think there's something going on with my brain. I think there's tiny worms in my brain. Because om, omnipresent... Omnipotent. Thank yeah. you, brain! Thank you, brain! Thank you! Was that, was that the word you were reaching for? No, it wasn't. There was another one, wasn't yeah, there? Omniscient. Boom. There, there we go. There we go. Well done, Grandad. Well done, Grandad. That's right. Cu- cup of tea, we'll Grandad. Mr. Okora, I don't think he's ever claimed that he's, um, like, you know, gained singularity with the universe. Why is he following you on I Twitter? don't know. It was just sort of like a... I got a notification on Twitter. I think Derek Okora is following you. And I was like, that's weird. Wowzers. I thought it was sort of like a parody account or something. And then, Wee. no, it's him. Maybe wow. he has a message for you. Oh, could be. Set in possible. He hasn't. I, I even wished him a happy birthday. And like, You bummed like Derek Okora. Pardon? You really like Derek Okora. Well, no, I, I don't, and I think, you know... I, 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 Man I up, thing, Richard! You know. Tell it, Tweet him what you think. He's in the house. Tweet him now what you really think. He won't get it for a few weeks, and even <laughs> and then he won't be that bothered when he comes out, because he'll be about half a million quid richer. Well, it's the same thing that happened with Noel Edmonds. Like, Noel Edmonds also followed me, and then you did a show about his uh, magic box that cured every disease ever. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I felt like I couldn't join in because I was like, well, Noel's basically my friend now, so I don't want, you know, you can't say ill of your friend. You've changed oh. since you've um, started hanging out with um, <laughs> celebs, Richard. You've what changed. a party that would be, wouldn't it? Noel Evans, Derek Cora. Jeez, I mean, I better be, I better be fun. I better be fun with those two guys. Fun guys, fun older guys. A bit of fun. I feel like I'd see it for my life. Yeah. Uh, Richard, thank you very much indeed. Uh, Richard, who is a magnet for celebrities on Twitter. Celebrities with the same hairdo, yeah. actually. Hey, um, later on we're going to play you an uh, interview with Derek Griffiths that we did. Some of the interview, because Catherine forgot to press record and play. I mean, it's the most important um, part of the interview. And we're also going to play... Narina Palo came in. I love Narina Palo. I just... That voice. And every... She's one of those people that every now and then, I think... Normally it happens, this is what happens with, with my relationship with Marina Palo, is I'll forget about her. And then my iPod on shuffle will play a song and I go, oh, this is brilliant. Who's it? Oh, it's, and then I'll, rem- I'll remember Narina Palo and then I'll devour all of her albums again, you know. And it's a, j- just, she's a brilliant songwriter. Oh, and the voice. And she came in today. We'll play it out probably Thursday, the full interview. She came in today um, with a guitar strapped over her back and i'm thinking oh maybe she's off to play a live session later on and she said oh i've brought the guitar just in case you wanted me to sing a couple of songs or something some places don't don't want me to sing um and i was like well um 
if you don't mind, I'd be really nice. And we recorded it in this tiny, tiny little studio. It's like a little box room. Um, and uh, we sat and we chatted and we chatted about pregnant cats and um, uh, concerts and the Beach Boy. We talked about obscure Beach Boys albums and, and her new album. Um, and um, I said, so... Um, would you mind playing a song for us? She goes, well, this isn't written. She, she, started, she pulled out this old guitar. She goes, this isn't the guitar I normally use. And she sat and she played two songs. The second song, I had tears in my eyes because it was so beautiful. It, I was I was not even two foot away from her. And she sat there and she's playing these songs, one I'd never heard because it was brand new and it was stunning, and one that is just, oh, if I had to compile my top ten list of songs, it would be in there. Oh, it was beautiful. I, te- I was, I was trying not to cry, and at the end, I just went, oh, "I love you so much." <laughs> you did. It was really I, heartfelt. Oh, it was incredible, man, and it sounded. And I've not seen her live. You know, I just not. I was g- going to try and catch her last tour, and I couldn't. I'm definitely going to catch this one. Um, and um, so to be sat there and have one of your favourite voices singing one of your favourite songs that close to you. Oh, it was it was heavenly. We're going to play one of the songs a bit later on because it was just a joy. And we'll play the whole interview out probably Thursday, Thursday, Friday. I'm thinking kind of early on in the show so that um, everybody gets to have a listen to it. And um, I, I will be listening to... Oh, I was going to say I listened to the new album on the way home. I haven't got a CD player on my bike. I've got nothing apart from me going... Ah! <laughs> this is the terrifying noise I'm making. If, you, if you're uh, anywhere near the A40 this evening, about well, quarter past one... You'll hear that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Tom, stay there. Come to you after this. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. Yeah, I don't think, guys. Nice try. I don't think those Beatles you named were even in the Silver Beatles. I think they might have even been Quarry Men. So, nice try. Please, for, for your own your own sanity, guys, don't try and own me on uh, the Beach Boys or the Monkeys. And if you're gonna try and own me on the Beatles, you've really got to know your stuff. You've really got to be sharp because I, I will destroy you. And I will show no mercy. Uh, Tom's on the line. Good evening, Tom. Good evening, Mr. Lee. How are you? Doing? I'm, um, I'm, how am I today? Um, um, up and down, up and down. Stairs or emotionally? Um, emotionally, you know, is, I'm over, you know, it's a, a tough old week. I felt terrible at the weekend, but I'm all right now. I'm all right now. What you got excellent, for us, Tom? Excellent. Um, I just thought I'd call up, um, just to say that, uh, thank you for a wonderful show, um, on uh, Saturday at uh, Salford, uh, me and my sister really enjoyed it. She's uh, she's a bit shy tonight, actually, considering, oh. which is a bit ironic, considering she screamed at you from about three feet away. Oh my um, goodness but... gracious me! Yes, I remember that uh, that we affectionately uh, called her the nut job. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> um, oh no! Thank you for coming, man. It was um, uh, uh, we had a, a, an absolutely fantastic time, and it was it was nice to meet everybody afterwards, as we always do. And um, uh, but, but we're glad you enjoyed it. Excellent, and we um, showed you a photo from Blast from the Past from uh, oh, I know, back I, in, uh, Camden. I know. You showed days. me a photo. For only it was only what six years ago, seven years ago, just just, just that, yeah. And yeah. Um, God, I looked so slim and young. Ay, 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 I looked slim there, Tom. But um, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was sad. 
I cried all the way home as a direct result of that. No, it was nice. It was nice. It was nice to see you. Thank you. You know, for, you came from was it the Isle of Wight, wasn't it? You guys came from. Um, yeah, Chloe came from the Isle of Man. I came Isle of Man. From slightly closer in uh, Cambridge. Isle but, of um, Man. Yeah, no, she's. Um, oh well, she thank won you. that uh, distance off, didn't she? Yeah, a, thank you. It's, it is a, it's appreciated. We hope you got um, uh, y- your money's worth. As I was saying the other day, me and Kath do everything we can to you know try and make all the shows around about a tenner because we kind of think that that's affordable. And um, I think there was some funny bits and pieces. Yeah, I mean, I loved your uh, your the gusto and the gravitas that you put into your performance of uh, <laughs> Lucas Graham. I hope that you have a, your own podcast and uh, music career after that. Please don't encourage us that. Well, I mean... thank you, Tom. I appreciate that, and that's funny you should mention that because I'm thinking of doing a whole um, show one evening that's a musical. That's what I'm considering doing, and and, and maybe we'll do that next week. Uh, in fact, here we go. Monday show. Um, it's going to be a musical. That's what we're doing on Monday, a musical uh, for the whole three hours. And that's primarily because Tom has given me the confidence in my singing to think I can carry it off. So Tom, thank you, Tom. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> You're a good I look man. To, I'll be there in the front row. Cheers, my dears. Ta-ta, ta-ta. Um, we will do that on Monday. We'll do a musical. We'll do a musical hour. That's what we'll do on Monday. We'll do a musical hour where, and I'll get some music and stuff, and everybody has to sing their contributions. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we're doing. That's happening on Monday, guys. So uh, if you want to send me musical beds or things you want to sing along to, then please do ian at ianlee.com. Bill, if you're listening, it's going to be your show. It's, It's happening, man. You can do it Acapulco or you can be dressed. It's entirely, it's entirely up to you. There's a lot of stories in the papers recently. I, I don't know, is, um... Are we... It, what's going on? Are we not being told the truth? A lot of stories about spiders. Big spiders. I picked up a spider last night, another one. It was a big one. Again, not a big black one, a big thin one. Which I've not yet had to pick up a big black one. I think I could do it. It was a big thin one, and I'd seen them in the corner of the room, two of them. Mm-hmm. But then as I was going to bed, it was near the bed. And I went, no, 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 you are not staying there. And I picked it up by its leg, and I was fine. I wasn't flinching. Uh, I, I didn't have to speak to myself and say, you're being a very brave boy. You're being a very brave boy. I spoke to the spider. I said, you are not welcome in this house. Out the window you go. And I got rid of it. Progress. This is like the sixth spider in about four months. This is incredible. When you've done a fat hairy one, then let's talk. That's it. Because that's that's it. That's, that's the boss level. That's going to be the test. A big fat black hairy one where you can see it blinking. Ah. That really is going to be the test. You see, I am the spider seer offer in our house. Yeah. But even I bulk at a black hairy one. Yeah. Neck. I have to get toilet you paper. You do what? Sorry, you bulk at what? A black hairy one. Okay. I'd have to get toilet paper to touch that. I think I can do it. What, bare hands? I mean, finger and thumb holding its leg. Oh, I wouldn't touch leg. you do the whole thing. Oh! I nearly swore then. F off. No. Do the whole thing. Oh, 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 that you get it in your... Oh, oh, oh. You get it in your oh. bald fist. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> If you do that with its leg, it can it can grab you with the other seven. I'm dry heaving. Don't make me dry heave, what please. What if you pull its leg off and it runs up your arm? <laughs> Don't make me dry heave. I hate You're dry heaving. You're such an amateur. <laughs> Brit's summer of Spider Geddon. This this is only page four of the Daily Star. What's what's on page one that's kept it off? Oh, Ashley Cole Lover in Celebrity Big Brother. Okay, fine. That's, that that is far more important. They're right. Drenched Britain is set for an explosion 
of venomous spiders as the summer holidays get even wetter. The UK is um, uh, braced for more downpours this week. So there's a picture of a, um, a, a, a priest baptising a baby in the sea mm. uh, in the story next to it. And doesn't that look like Matt Lucas as one of his characters? Yes, it, it does. does. Doesn't it just? Anyway, sorry. Um, Drenched, br- oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Drenched Britain is set for an explosion of venomous spiders as the summer holidays get even wetter. The UK is braced for more downpours this week as an unexpected jet stream storms in from the Atlantic and it is allowing the eight-legged beasts to go on a feeding frenzy. What do spiders eat? Flies, so stupid yeah. question. And other spiders. Do they, I mean, could you... Has anyone ever seen a spider running off with a Dorito? Or like um, a cheesy what's it? Or a monster munch? Could a, could an ant carry a monster munch? Probably. Wouldn't that look brilliant? An ant with a monster munch. Mm. Where's, where's that monster munch going? Hey, bloody ants! Give us that back. Whoa, you have that back. In the cartoons, they take like whole sandwiches and stuff, don't they? Yes, yes, they do. Um, millions of the terrifying, creepy crawlies. They don't terrify me. <laughs> are now lurking <laughs> are now lurking ready to invade homes campsites and offices as the population keeps on soaring just those three places all the rain shut up man this is the what is this all the rain is gluing flies and other spiders prey to cobwebs so they cannot escape right but the rain is gluing flies. Hang on a minute. First of all, the cobweb glues the fly. And also saying using the word glue, stupid. Maybe it's a science term because it's in quotes. That means the eight-legged horrors. This is this and this is the problem with these these red top newspapers. The anti-spider rhetoric is disgusting. They've made us hate immigrants, they've made us hate firemen, they've made us hate doctors, and now they're trying to make us hate spiders. It won't work. That means the eight-legged horrors are coming over here, taking our benefits, and are packing on weight and putting them in conditions to breed. Now millions of Brits on rainy staycation holidays in the UK are having to contend with the terror of the poisonous freaks... What? ...lurking around every corner the poisonous freak are you making that bit up no i'm not it's there someone wrote that um andrew jameson wrote it andrew.jameson at dailystar.co.uk andrew must be terrified they are um now millions of brits on rainy staycation holidays in the uk are having to tend with the terror of the poisonous freaks lurking around every corner they are being warned to be extra vigilant as they bed down for the night in tents or caravans oh this is horrible no it's not it's fine The fresh fears come after some of Britain's most poisonous species, the false widow, were spotted. Cambridgeshire dad Richard Cousins said he had a horrific close encounter with one in his shower. He shrieked as it crawled out of his foreskin. What? Oh, Jesus! Shut up, that's not true. Oh, no, hang on, sorry, that's not true. I've not got my spectacles on. He shrieked as it crawled inches from his bare flesh. The 50-year-old said... I'm not going to tell my youngest daughter just yet. I've read about them and they are lethal. One of the 50 pence-sized spiders, cousins of the deadly Black Widow, left Mum of Five, Gemma Hunter, fearing she would need her foot removed in April. 
Are the perfect conditions for spiders also adds to fears we could see the... Here we go. Now this is terror-mongering. Um, the perfect conditions for spiders also adds to fears we could see the huge poisonous huntsman spider make its way to our shores. Um, Britain's terrible forecast for the start of this month comes despite forecasters predicting this could be the hottest summer ever. Graham Madge of the Met Office said forecasters still believe temperatures could be above average for all. Don't scare me! Bring them on. Bring on the huntsmen. Bring on the black widows. Bring on the tarantulas. Bring on the. Uh, bring on all the spiders. Bring on Charlotte's Web. I will take you all on. I will destroy you. Or I'll put you out the window using my hack fingers. But I'm not holding it. Oh, 0344 four, 499 John, stay there. Come to you after this. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on talk radio. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Good evening, John. I'm not keen on the spider phone in here, but I felt I had to ring. Yes. Because, um, uh, serious point. Yes. Um, I don't think I don't think it's good to pick spiders up. Um, because Tough. I think my understanding is they can all bite. Tough. Well, reason they can't. Spider, not all spiders can bite. Yeah, I think they do. I think they all they're all capable of biting. Hey, you up. know, um, ladybirds I'm not can saying bite. It would necessarily. Sorry, in Carol. Ladybirds can bite, so maybe spiders can bite. <laughs> Lady. Oh yeah, ladybirds can bite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot to worry about, isn't there? But it's not like a spider in my house. As long as it's not a huntsman or a black widow or something. It's, I mean, I don't think yeah. it's. You, you go. Oh. Well, there's a false. I think they're called false widows. Feel free to chime in, Kath, if you know uh, if you're able to identify. She's gone to. Um, she's, uh, gone. she's gone to speak to her agent about this gig. This is the second time I've rung. She hasn't been there. It's beginning to feel a bit personal. Take no. the hint, I think. Take <laughs> I think so. Um, anyway, yes. who needs Kath? I mean, oh, um, she walked in just as you said. <laughs> who needs Kath? We all oh, need John! <laughs> oh, you asked. That is the worst possible <laughs> timing. <laughs> We all need her. That's we the all answer. need Kath, <laughs> guys. We all I need her. I got away her. with that. No, you, I, I, I don't know. She's moved. No. <laughs> turn my microphone off. Turn hers on. Let her deal with this. Um, so, John, yeah, who does need me? Let's let's talk about uh, that. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, the thing is, I, I, I was. I've, this is the second time you haven't been there, and I've rung, and I just, I was just wondering if it was personal. That's mm, all. Well, there is a little alarm that goes off. The old John alarm. The point I'm making is that. Um, my understanding is all the spiders can bite, and I have forced myself to join in on this phone-in. You know, obviously I don't want to ring up talk about spiders, but I just felt I should make that this point. Well, all spiders can bite. This is my understanding of it, and feel, listeners, feel free. You know, if, you're, if you know about spiders, spiderologists, you know, mm. um, but um, so I... Spider-men! Uh, Spider-men and women, don't be sexist. Yeah. I just feel, do you, do you not think you are taking, I mean, I enjoy your show, mm. and I would hate to think of something happening to you as a result of picking up a spider. Well, um, I'm hoping that I'm going to pick up the right spider and I'll start being able to, like, shoot webs, um, climb on ceilings and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, but I, see, I did the same thing. I, I, I've never liked them. Don't ask me why. And I just, I, I did the thing. I sort of forced myself to pick them up. You know, I can handle this. Yeah. You don't want to run around your house being scared of spiders, but then I heard this rumour that they all bite, so that's all I'm saying. And, I um, think that rumour might have been put about by the spiders. 
Thank you very much. And um, I really can't say any more about spiders. No. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. Thank you. Good, good evening, John. Good evening, John. I'm not. I refuse to listen to the fake news put about by the arachnids. <laughs> frankly, oh, I'm, I, I was just starting to like um, that Scaramucci guy. I was thinking I'm the Scaramucci of the radio, talking about James Whale being able to fillet himself. Wasn't it lovely hearing you know Radio Four News PM and and um, Paddy O'Connell on Sunday talking about um, self fellatio? It was um, it was inc- it was incredible, incredible. I miss that guy, and, he's, and 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 just think he only had that job for ten days, and and his wife divorced him. I mean, and, uh, ah, that's a shame. Poor guy. Um, good evening, Jay. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Jay. How you doing, mate? I'm all right. You know, I'm, I'm a little what bit nervous. I just have to call. Uh, I just have to call in because I heard you talking about spiders. Yeah, spider, spider of special. Of course, all spiders can bite, but not all spiders can bite humans. Ah, what? Oh, soft teeth. Because every spider has to bite to be able to eat. Has a spider got a mouth? Yes. Right. So if I were to look at a spider closely, like really close my left eye, bring him up to my right eye really, really close and really like stare as hard as I could, could I see like his mouth and his tongue? Has a spider got a tongue? No, they don't have tongues, but it depends on the size of the spider. They have mouth parts, like most... Like yes. like insects, I know spiders aren't insects. I know that, but they have mouth parts. Yes. So, so they have a jaw and oh. they have um, bits around there that yes. enable them to eat. But all spiders can bite because that's what allows them to eat. But not all spiders are able to bite through human skin. Mm. Right, right, right. So, but but yes, but but um, I have a story about spiders, about oh, hunts and spiders. Beautiful. By the way, if anyone and if anyone has got a spider of the, uh, a story, sorry, of um, them having a lump <laughs> on their arm, their leg, their back, uh, or their foot, not true. And then it bursting and a spider crawling out, or millions of spiders crawling out. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We'll put you straight on air. Uh, g- continue, Urban Joe. Myth. Urban myth. Um, okay, so my spider story is, um, it's very... No, simple. there was a story... No, 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 hang on a second. What? There was a story in the paper last week, we yeah. did it, about a girl right. and a spider crawled yeah. out of her leg. Uh. Uh, yeah, no, you're not <laughs> buying it. It was in the paper. A spider well, okay. crawled so was... out of her leg. That's gospel, is it, if it's in the paper? Yes, of course, the papers don't print lies, Jay! I've read things about you in the papers, Ian, should I believe all of them? What have you read in the papers about? I've not been in the papers for years. Last time I was in... Yeah, true, true. The the last time I was in the papers... um, What was the last time I was in the papers for? It wasn't the stalker. Uh, Oh, I'll tell you what it was. Last time I was in the papers... I was doing rise, and I was off my nut most of the time, and I was going out with someone, and I gave my phone number to somebody who came on the show, it, and it got in the papers, and it was, and I got uh, rightly, um, uh, I was a sex pest before <laughs> before it was fashionable to be a sex pest, Jay, and um, and I got quite quite rightly got dumped by the person I was going out with. For, isn't that, for that isn't that the most? I mean, it's ca- you're a cad, obviously. Yes, but isn't that, that the terrible. most gentle caddishness? I mean, these oh, days terrible. you just sent a picture. Your winky. Yeah, well, no, that, I could just say for legal reasons, I have not sent the, the picture of my winky to anybody. <laughs> no, but that's the way they pass yeah, on their numbers the these way, days, isn't it? The on the end of a winky. They, they write their number uh, <laughs> on their penis and take a, a photo and send it via Snapchat. Anyway, Jay, please, <laughs> you've dragged this conversation into the gutter. Let's hear your story. I want to keep it there. So did you um, just give a number or did you seal the deal? 
No, 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 I just gave her number. I just, she was, oh, she was... Oh, you for that? No, nah, yeah, she wasn't into it. Oh, rightfully so. I, I, I got caught, you oh. know, being an idiot. And I got, I got, I got I know, called but out. But, um, but, it, but that it? was, I mean, that was 13 years ago. I don't think I've been in the papers since. Don't think so. Uh, no. Anyway, what was I talking about? Um, spiders! Oh, yes. So, me and the now wife, the then girlfriend... Yes. ...were camping in Western Australia. Uh-oh. That's a stupid My thing My girlfriend do. is... Terrified of spiders. Yeah. Well, my wife now, my girlfriend then. Terrified of spiders. Okay. Can't cope with it. So we're, we're, we're camping on this beach in West. If you've been to West Australia, it's amazing. No. You go to a beach and, and, and you're the only one there, white sand for a mile. There is uh, always a clean, well-stocked, full-of-gas barbecue ready for you to use. Wow, that's uh, and an e- And an eco-toilet. Um, and, and, and you're camping there. And it's amazing. It, it, it's fantastic. But the eco-toilet is, you know, a terrifying place at night on the beach in Australia. Yes. Um, and my girlfriend used to go there and, 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 and make me shine a light uh, while she did, did, did her business. It was the most intimate we'd ever been. That, that's beyond anything I'd ever expected. You, was she, to, what, when she yeah. went for a dump, you had to shine a light on, on not, her? Not, no, not, not for twosies. A piddle. Okay, but you still had to, you had to shine a light on her urinating. That's bizarre. No, no, no. no. That is a no, no, fetish, no, no. mate. No, no, no. That you, did you sh- were you thing. shining a light on her tuppence? <laughs> no. The important thing was to Spotlight. shine a light on the roof. A shine a light the on the roof. The roof of her tuppence. Oh, okay. All right. I see. I've got you. I've got so, you. I'm with you. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. one time we did this, and I, I, and I got a bit blasé about it because I was just like, oh, for goodness sake, get on with it. You know, there's no spiders anywhere. And so I just shined the light up. Yes, and yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing there. nothing there. Without actually looking... And then halfway through, I looked up, Uh-oh. and there was a huntsman the size of a dinner plate, e- just sitting on the roof, yeah, yeah, flexing. Yeah. And they do this thing where they flex. And I thought, now, I, should I tell her or oh, not tell her? Because if wow. I t- tell her, what would you have done in that situation? I'd have said, um, my darling, if you could just hurry up that pedal, maybe we could finish it outside. <laughs> That's why, if, if it was just a wee, I would say, let's finish this outside, go. No, I, I, I just... You waited. I said nothing. Wow. I said nothing. You bravely said nothing. You were hoping she'd be murdered by a spider so you could claim no. her inheritance. I didn't want to get weed on, was the main thing. <gasps> wow. She can get bitten by a man-eating spider, but you don't want to get it a little was, bit listen, wet. And women, women-eating. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking this thing right in the eyes, and it was looking at me, it was huge. And they do this thing where they flex their kind of legs yeah. and look like they're about to pounce. Yes. And then I said, um, you might want to hurry up. And she said, immediately said, why? Why? And then, then there was trouble. She looked up and saw it. And she just, she bolted out the door, pants around her ankles, kind of doing the waddle. Yeah. It was, uh, it was impressive. But that's still the funniest thing I've ever seen. And she, yet she still married you, despite the fact you tried to have her killed? Well, I was letting her have a wee in peace. It wouldn't have changed anything. She just a, a weed all over herself. You're a real gentleman, Jay. Thank you very much for that. Let's go to Natalie. Let's. Uh, th- th- that was a that was a heartbreaking okay. story of betrayal. Yeah. Good evening, Natalie. Hello. It's just about these false widow spiders. Oh yes. Yeah. Um. I've actually been bitten by one in my own home. Yes. Whereabouts did it bite you? They're on the leg. No, I mean which room. <laughs> Bedroom okay. while I was in bed. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and I've had quite. An, it was a nasty bite. I've still got the scar. Oh, hey. Did you die? No, I'm still alive. Okay, no, yeah, you were that, 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 yeah, okay. Um, and do, what? Were you you were asleep. Did you wake up? Was it painful enough that you woke up? 
Yeah, that's actually what happened. I was lying in the bed. Oh, God. And I thought, oh, my leg feels a bit, you know, itchy. Yeah. Uh, and I put the light on, and when I saw it, it was just, I just virtually, you know, just knocked it. Um, and then the next day, I got had a lump on my leg, and I had to have um, antibiotics as well. To Did get you find the spider? Yeah, I've actually got found another one. It's what? just been put outside. Well, hang on a minute. Why would you not? Surely you'd like seek revenge and kill it. No, I never kill them. You say. Well, why? Well, because it's bad luck. <laughs> In your case, it's bad luck you left them alive. Because they're that... trying to kill you, Natalie. It's, it's yeah, kill or be course. killed for crying out loud. I know. Just don't kill anything except ants and moths. Oh, <laughs> I just. I, I, I like ants. I, I let ants live, but spiders. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. um, well, are you are, and and are you afraid of spiders now? No, not now. I'll be honest. Yes. I've had one of these false widow spiders. Yeah. Um, I've left it in the house for two days, but now I've got my husband to take it out. Just crush it with a book. Get the Bible. Crush it with the Bible. Well, do you kill them? Uh, well, I, I'm I'm trying to avoid. I'm trying to. I'm I'm am terrified of spiders, right? And I oh. am trying to educate myself to not be terrified of them. So I'm trying to pick them up and throw them out the window. But in the oh. past, yeah, I'd get a Bible and kill them because then they go to spider heaven. Oh no, don't! They're spiders. Think, it's not. It's not like a rabbit or a guinea pig. It's not like I'm going to club a guinea pig to death. <laughs> Need an encyclopedia for that. Yeah. You know, but they've got. I'll give you a warning. They've got yellow spots on their back. These ones bite. And it came in your bed. Yeah, what it was, it came through my landing window. But, um, I woke up the next morning. I'm dry heaving again. This is horrible. Yes. <laughs> but when I looked at my leg the next morning, I thought, Oh my god, I have to go to the doctor. I really. bet you did. I bet you did. Mm, did did any baby spiders climb out of your leg? God, no. That's what we want. No. That's what we're after tonight. No, I could have lied, I suppose. You could have done, if you'd had any <laughs> sense of theatre. Natalie, thank you for that. That's a horrific story. Thank you. Don't have nightmares. Um, well, yeah. Oh, spiders. I mean, it really is, um... Well, don't kill spiders because they're so important to the ecosystem. No, they're not. Well, they eat flies. So what? I'd rather have flies than spiders. Would you? Yeah, I would. And when was the last time you actually saw a fly in a spider web? I haven't seen one since the 80s. I haven't seen one. You don't see... And we've got cobwebs in the corner. No flies in there. I've not seen a fly. Not at all. They don't make cobwebs like they used to. No, they don't. They, they, they don't. Bloody lazy spiders. They're not what they used to be in the 70s and the 80s. I'll tell you that for nothing. Um, There was... um. Well, uh, we, we had the um, TV volume down because we were looking at some funny stuff online. And um, then a picture of Buck's Fizz flashed up on the screen. And I was thinking, oh, God, I hope they're not, they've not had another coach crash, mm. a fatal one this time. Yeah. They've not. I found the story. Good. Buck's Fizz is alive and well. Still not coming on the show. Well, don't say that, because I've just sent a little reminder to I their manager. because yeah. I want to get Buck's Fizz on the show, because I love them. Um, Eurovision winners, Buck's Fizz, are back and releasing their first new album in three decades. Cheryl Baker, 63, <gasps> Mike Nolan, 62, and Jay Aston, 56, have made the F to Z... F, Z... How would you say this? F dash Z. F, Z, 
the F to Z of pop. There we go. That's the title. The F to Z fizz, fizz of pop with producer Mike Stock. But they will be known as the Fizz ah. after a bitter row with original member Bobby G. Bobby McVeigh replaces him and he looks exactly like Bobby G. It's a weird thing. There's a brilliant documentary online, Trouble at the Top, where it's Bobby G who was touring as Bucks Fizz with Mike Nolan. Then Mike Nolan left. So he gets in... Um, that David Van Day. David Van Day in. And um, David Van Day then wrestles to take control of the name Bucks Fizz. And, and David Van Day is portrayed as the bad guy in that documentary. But I'm just wondering if... if, if um, Bobby G, I'm just wondering. I just remember a delicious showdown on a Celebrity Coach Trip. Oh, that was great. With, I used to love coach trips so much. We will have to continue this story after the news, guys. And boy, oh boy, if that if that isn't a tease, then I don't know what is. You're going to hear a recounting of the story of Cheryl Baker on uh, Channel 4's coach trip. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Another hour of this to go. You're going to hear a live song from Noreena Palo from when she came in earlier on today. And also you're going to hear a bit of Derek Griffiths as well, who is just the most delightful gentleman. Uh, let's Can we move away from spiders, please? Because it's bloody horrible. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Until tomorrow, you know I'm free 
0344 National treasures, national heroes, Bucks Fizz, even though uh, they're now called the Fizz, because uh, the name Bucks Fizz is owned by uh, the member of Bucks Fizz that's no longer doing Bucks Fizz, but he's doing Bucks Fizz, but it's just him and other people, but Bucks Fizz can't call themselves Bucks Fizz, they are the Fizz. Uh, remind us of the delicious moment, Catherine, on... Uh, uh, remind people what Coach Strip was, because some oh people... My I think I was asked to do Celebrity <gasps> Coach Strip at one point. I'm sure I was. It's the sort of tosh I would, would, would get offered these days. I mean, you won't want to do it, but no. it was delicious to watch. Mm. Okay, so you've got a load of strangers yep. in twos on a coach trip. Yep. As simple as that, Simple right? as. And they are herded by international, not just national, not even semi-national, no. international... What does semi-national mean? Just go, like, to Lincoln in, in, and back. In, okay. Um, Inter-county. On, yeah. Um, it was Brendan. Yeah. Brendan from Coach Trip was the kind of referee. He would come in with the odd quip and then he would walk off. In a bit like David Cameron, he would do a little speech to Cameron and then he'd walk to the he, side. He kind of invented the mic drop. He did, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. he'd go, mm, that's what she said. and then He was the sort of the camp fat guy from airport. Yeah, Jeremy Spake. Spake. He was sort of um, a spake for the... Who the actually 20- went on the plane. For the 21st century. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He'd got yeah, on the plane he and he was yes. living abroad, he was living yes. the life and he would go around with these yeah. people and they would have uh, days out places and wind each other up, really. Um, yes. Then they did a celebrity version. Yeah. And at the end of each day, someone would get voted off. That's right, isn't it? it something, coach trip. something like that. Anyway, a couple off, yes. So the odd couple on that particular celebrity coach trip were the lovely Tony Blackburn, who I'll not hear a word again. Oh, he's the, the nicest man in show business. That's what he is. He was put with the agent provocateur of the coach, David Van Day. Self-publicist and, um, some would say, an arsehole. Yes. Anyway, so he's on the same one <laughs> yeah. as Cheryl Baker. And I can't remember who she was put with. doesn't matter because she completely stole the whole thing. It comes to the moment of truth yeah. where someone's voted off at the end of the day. Yes. And Cheryl Baker gave Van Day a mouthful, told him that he was an awful person yeah, and that scum. she would never speak to him and yeah. she would never shake his hand. Oh, it was beautiful. Hand. It was beautiful. I wonder if it's on... Uh, my internet is um, is playing up. Cheryl Baker... Coach, here we go. It could be. Because um, um, you know Cheryl Baker, all the way through our childhood, it was like eggs and baker. She was very jolly. You know, you'd never think that she. Oh, she gave him what for? Um, what's this? Hang on, this could be. Uh, what is. Uh... Oh, no, that's an advert for a company you've. Um, no... Oh, no, that's celebrity. I don't know what that is. No, we can't find it. I'm afraid with that footage, that footage is too sensitive and um, it's, Just imagine it, it simply cannot be played. Uh, you know who the most handsome man in the world is? George Clooney. Apparently so, mm-hmm. yeah. Scientifically proven. Um, in the excellent Vanessa Feltz column. I like, I like Vanessa. It's easy to knock Vanessa, but I, I like Vanessa. She's always been an absolute sweetheart to me. She's um, very theatrical and I, 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 think, she's, I think she's brilliant. Mm-hmm. I like Vanessa. Um, they've used, anyway, in her column she talks about it, um, they've used the golden ratio, a formula based on a mathematical theorem dating back to ancient Greece that means the, uh, George Clooney's 56, he's 56, right, I'm 44, right, you're 40 in a couple of weeks, Mm. he's 56, and, um, I start, the, the last few years, since turning 40 actually, you'll see people... I'll see people and find out they're like two years older than me, and yet they look they look ancient. And I think, oh Christ, is that what I'm going to look like when I'm forty six? You know, am I going to look like that, like an art, uh, slob? 
Um, and then I think, oh, maybe I'm trying to make myself look too young with my sharp haircuts. My, I get my haircut now, sh- the shortest thing ever. I get number one around the sides. Never had a number one. And I just, I'm scared of getting old and dying. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, So is George Clooney, probably. He, um, no, he's perfect. The 56-year-old actor's facial measurements garner him a 91.86% score. His closest challenger, so the second most handsome man in the world, Bradley Cooper. I like Bradley Cooper. I don't see it. Was he the face man in the A-Team movie? I think he might I like Bradley Cooper. Nothing for me. He's a man's man. Right. He's a man's man. By that, I don't mean he's gay. Well, there's nothing wrong with it. I don't know. I just mean he's a man's man. Right. I don't know what that means, actually. What's, I'm saying it. Is it a, he's a man's man. Is that as opposed yeah. to George Clooney, who's a ladies' man? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because I thought that George had a foot in both camps. You're saying George Clooney's bisexual? No, that's I'm saying... Actually, that is actually libelous. No, what I'm saying is George Clooney is the Although man Although I say bisexual people are just um, greedy. Just greedy. Or lucky. Best of both worlds. What I'm saying about George Clooney is he's he's the archetypal man that men want to be and women want to be with. Thinning a bit on top there in that picture. I mean, I still would. Well, well, thinning a little bit. Okay. Makeup, makeup. You'd have to be a little bit defective for me to get him. Makeup, um, airbrushing, um, thinning on top, all of these things. All of these things and more make me wonder whether George Clooney is... is, is can you think there's anyone more handsome than him? I think Mark Ruffalo is very handsome. Oh yeah, Mark Ruffalo. He's just a bit boring about the environment. He's my gay choice of, of uh, du jour. Mm. My uh, homosexualis du jour is uh, Monsieur Mark Ruffalo. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'd have to stand on a box, or or you know, he'd have to sit on the bed, and I'd stand on the floor. Uh, he can kneel on the bed. Either You've way, you given us a lot of thought. I have actually. Yeah, I would totally go gay for Mark Ruffalo. Would you? Yeah, well, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. Mm. Very horny man. Okay. Very horny man. Yeah, I feel that way about Maggie Gyllenhaal. Wowzers. Yeah. Gosh. Well, that could be an afternoon. If if, if only we can um, get Once an invite... Once us four get together, we'll throw the keys in. <laughs> if only we can get an invite to Hollywood. <laughs> then, um, uh, and th- those two wouldn't stand a chance. <laughs> uh, that sounded a bit menacing, actually. You know, they would stand a chance. We Obviously, we wouldn't force them in any... Uh, it, it, we, we'd discuss it like, like adults. That's exactly what we would do. Uh, They're having a very similar conversation at a dinner well, party somewhere now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell you what, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, I'll tell you what uh, Derek Griffiths is, and uh, we'll listen to it. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. So we um, we hit a rich seam of excellent guests again. We did a lovely little brainstorm last week, a couple of weeks ago, where we asked you on Twitter to suggest people. And normally when you do that, I'll be honest, you come up with terrible ideas. Or you say people like Larry David or Barbara Streisand. Be realistic. Do you know what I mean? This is It's only talk radio. It's only just over a year old. We're only on DAB and online. Be realistic, guys. Um, so you, you came up with loads this time, though, that were perfect. Absolutely perfect. People that I think we would, you know, that you, the listeners would like to hear. And I would certainly like to talk to. And, and the emails have been sent out and loads of people are getting uh, back in touch. A little bit later on, we'll play um, Narina Palo um, doing a live song. In fact, we'll probably end the show with it. And we'll, we'll play out the full in, in the week. But, 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 but. One of the people that um, uh, you suggested was Derek Griffiths. I've interviewed Derek before. Absolutely delightful gentleman. Um, and um, now, I, in the interview, I thought he'd been in EastEnders, but it was Coronation Street, he'd said. 
He said he was in. Mm-hmm. I thought, why did I think he was in EastEnders? I don't watch either of those programmes. I only know what goes on in them by r- reading the papers. Um, but Derek Griffiths, you remember from uh, uh, from Bod and from Playaway, and he's in Up Pompeii with Frankie Howard, and he does loads and loads of stuff, right? And if you're of a certain age, you will know exactly who he is. And if you're of a younger age, well, then, God damn it, you should know who he is, um, because he invented kids' TV. Uh, he's doing a new play, uh, Driving Miss Daisy, which I think starts in uh, October, did he say it started in October? Yeah. I think he gives out the dates and stuff. Um, and we spoke to him earlier on. We came in early, four o'clock, bish bash bosh. Uh, 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 um, we got to speak to him, and this is what happened. A lot of my listeners will know you as that bloke from, from Kids TV. And I know that you are so, so much more than that. I know you've got a new show coming up and all of that, and we, we'll, we'll get the plugs in for that. But how, how would... Obviously, EastEnders recently. How would you describe yourself, sir? Six foot one. <laughs> <laughs> Dark, mobile, physical. That's about it, really. <laughs> just get out and do a job every day. Um, uh, what did you What did you want to be when you grew, grew up, young Young Derek Griffiths? Was it Was it kind of music you were aiming at? Was it acting? Was it comedy? What What, what was the kind of thing that you you really wanted to do? Well, to tell you the truth, I was aimless. Um, it just came. Uh, I mean, I was I was involved in acting and I was involved in music. Yeah. Uh, equally, um, so really, I suppose it was inevitable that one would come up and then, and probably the other. Yeah. Um, so acting came up and then, well, music came up first, really. I was playing in jazz bands when I was about 14. Oh, really? Um, so the music sort of came first. Then I got disenchanted with all the touring and the, and the, and the, um, late nights and the drunkenness. And so, uh, I then moved into the theatre. And it was exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> For goodness sakes, man! You want—if you want to avoid that, you need to get a proper job. Absolutely, yes. What? Yes, that's what everybody tells you. Was um, bank managers included? I don't listen. I don't know your 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 family background, but, but I don't know what your, if you have you, your, your parents or the you know the people you were growing up with. Did were they looking at fourteen-year-old Derek in, in in jazz bands and then going off and doing acting? Going, oh, for God's sakes, man! Please go and go and learn to be an accountant. Well, go and or, or were they supporting you? Actually, they they actually supported and said, you know, do what you want to do and be happy. That yeah. was their. And which has always been my premise, really. People should do what they want to do and be happy. Yeah. I mean, as a student, I can remember t- doing jobs for short whiles in factories. I can remember doing lorry driving and always enjoying what I did because I chose to do it. Um, and this profession is the same. Um, music is a, is, is a big thing. And I know that you, you've written music and obviously people will know, you know, kind of the heads and tails and all that kind of stuff. And I know you've done other stuff. You've played in a lot of, um, West End shows, haven't you? Have you been, you, have I got this right? Cause I'm a big fan of Hair, the musical. I'm, I'm obsessed with it. Were you the musical director for the nineties version of Hair? No, no. I was, I've never been, had anything to do with Hair. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, at all. Uh, I was in the West End production of Two Gentlemen of Verona, ah. which was written, and the music was written by McDermott, and, oh. and he, he, he was in, heavily involved with that, and I loved working with him. Yeah, oh, for goodness sakes, yes, that was, um, uh, Galt McDermott, who, um, and the other gentleman whose name escapes me, and we've had on the show, the other guy responsible for hair, who also wrote Two Gentlemen of Verona. Oh, you did that, what was that like? Oh, that was great fun. Yeah? That, that was in 72. We are at the Phoenix Theatre. Ran for about six or seven months. I mean, it, that was that was great fun. Yeah. Um, 
let's talk. You, you, you are you're back in the theatre later in the year, driving Miss Daisy. Obviously, yeah. based on the film. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, tell well, us no, about the film was based on the play. Oh, was it? Oh yes. Play oh, came first. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Thank you. Uh, t- tell us about it. Who else is in it with you, and and, and where's it going on? Right. Well, um, the play is uh, myself playing the chauffeur, and Dame Sarah Phillips. Uh, it, it, Dame um, Sean Phillips is playing um, the other character, yeah. and Teddy Camp- Kempner is playing another character. Fantastic. And we open in Bath in September, yeah. early September. We go on to Richmond, uh, Brighton Theatre Royal, Newcastle Theatre Royal, Everyman Cheltenham, Oxford Playhouse, <laughs> Cambridge Arts, Malvern, and finishing up at Chichester Festival Theatre. You're a professional, sir. You are a professional. Um, and how does that work? I mean, are you rehearsed for that? Have you started rehearsals, or do, do, does that all happen a bit no, closer to the time? Till, no, we don't start till next week. Okay. And how do you find rehearsals? Years and years ago, Derek, I did I did a performing arts degree, and as a young man, I found learning lines really easy. I could read them a couple of times, and I'd pretty much have them in my head. Now, in my mid-40s, the the thought of learning a script just absolutely terrifies me. How how are your memory muscles? Well, that, that that's absolutely fine. I've just had uh, five weeks off. I've I've put the, the I've learnt the script. The script right. is down. Yeah. Uh, that's so I don't have the tension of going in each day. Yeah. Uh, and with a book in my hand because you you you're, you're hampered with a book in yeah. your hand because you want to explore the character on the floor. Yeah. Uh, so it's good to get rid of the book as quickly as possible. And because it's only a three-hander, really, we need to go straight in. And that way, you know, you do the, the work isn't as tough. Yeah. You don't go home at the end of the day saying, oh, my God, I've got to, I've got to learn that scene for the next day we do it. Yeah. Um, also, it's, y- your memory muscles are sharpened when you... I've just done a year in Coronation Street, and, uh, y- you know... Um, you get you get in, into that, and uh, you have to know the scene as, before you get down on the floor, and you can have four or five scenes in a day. And that is because um, listen, I'm old enough to remember when these soaps were twice a week. Now they seem to be on. You turn on the telly, and there's Coronation Street and EastEnders and Emmerdale Farm on Emmerdale Farm. Listen to me, how old am I? Um, that that must <laughs> that must be a tough gig to 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 film that much stuff a week and 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 keep the quality good. Oh yes, it is. Yeah. But then the people that they've got have, you know, have got it down to a fine art. Yeah. Um, it, it's like being on film. You know, sometimes you go in on the film set and you've learnt your speech off that's probably half a page or a page long. And they say, oh, we've got some cuts. And we're going to change things around. Yeah. You've been sweating for, a, you know, a couple of days on this one scene. And you've got about 20 minutes in which to sort that out. Yeah. Um... <laughs> that, that's the challenge. <laughs> and you have done movies. You mentioned movies. Of course, um, I, I remember as a kid being very confused, obviously knowing you from the, the, the play school and play away and things like that. But um, but then seeing you... Is it up Pompeii with Frankie Howard you're in? Yeah, that's right. I did, yeah. I did up the chastity belt and... Uh... <laughs> And up Pompeii. Yeah. That confused the hell out of me as a kid going, but hang on a minute, that's the bloke for, you know, you, you don't quite understand how the uh, entertainment industry um, <laughs> works and that people can get jobs doing other other things. Did you, um, did you ever resent doing the kids TV? Because it's very easy in this country, I think in particular, that we do, we, 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 
we allow we allow performers to do one thing and if they try and do something else we go oh no 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 they're not a singer they're not a serious actor they're a they're a soap star or they're a kids tv star did you ever resent it no, no i never resented it and you're absolutely right about the compartmentalization within the business yeah. uh, they do like to compartmentalize everybody but um if you push hard you can rise above that yeah. um I didn't really ever resent doing children's because I used to I used to work with kids in theatre, right? And they were such a great challenge because you'd go on there with a certain amount of material. And if you weren't good enough, the kids would sort of wander around and talk to each other, <laughs> they... go under the toilet, and look for the ice cream. <laughs> I've got two boys you who know, are seven you and five. Get a stronger critic than that. <laughs> you're absolutely. I've got two boys, Derek, who are seven and five. And you're right. If if we go and see a show, I take them to see lots of live theatre. Um, but if if they're you know, if their attention is not kept for that entire hour or, you yes. know, two hours, that's it. You, you've lost them. They're, you know, they're, they're, they're going, I'm bored. I'm bored. Can we go? And you're right. You've got, you, there's a, there's a real skill. And some people had it. You've certainly got it. And, and I, I think pe- people always say, oh, kids TV back in the day was better. But I don't know if you've watched CBBS recently, Derek, but there's some cracking stuff for kids now. Really good stuff that, that oh, is, yeah. is funny, is clever, is educational and isn't patronizing. And I think um, Play Away and Play School, they weren't patronising. They they spoke to the audience with respect. But in the 70s and 80s, there were a lot of kids shows that, that really talked down to kids, I think. Yes, yes, you're probably, yes, you're right. You're right. And going back to CBeebies, I did a couple of years ago, I did their CBeebies pantomime, and we did it up at Sheffield in the theatre. You're the ghost they, of Christmas past, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> they were, it was a joy to do. They were a great cast, fabulous entertainers, great people my, i took my hat off to them all i think they're all brilliant i think i think that, that there are some real talents there and it's easy to not you know bbc and kids programs but but you know having watched this stuff with my children um there's some cracking stuff do you remember how did you make the transition from theater to to, to kids tv I'm, I'm guessing there was an audition you know your agent said we got derek i've got a strange one for you do you fancy going up for this <laughs> well the, the, the trans there wasn't a transition i was involved in theater first and the BBC came along and saw me doing a pantomime yeah. uh, and asked me to, if I would be a part of play school. And I didn't know what it was. I had not a clue. Yeah. So I had to be educated very quickly, um, went along. And I was interested in, in updating their music base because they were still doing sort of plink plonk music for yeah. kids, you know, yeah. which really, you know, kids love pop music. Yeah. And, uh, that's why I, I, I went in with a, the with a premise of ch- changing, you know, doing some poppy stuff and writing a lot of stuff, which I did over those ten years. Um, and there is there is a great catalogue of songs there. I mean, the, the, the Heads and Tails, the theme tune to that is something that springs to mind. And that is just, uh, you know, if that had been on, um, like, a, a James Taylor album or something in the 70s, people will have been heralding that as a, you know, a tongue-in-cheek pop folk classic. It's a brilliant bit of music. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, it, it, it's it's traditional, uh, but they gave me the chance to sort of um, change the arrangement and, and and play around with it. Yeah, which is what I did. You know, get to keep, as you were saying, holding the kids' attention. Yeah. So upbeat, fast guitars, jazz scatting. They and, and kids listen. Yeah, they do. This is the thing they do. And um, the, the the thing I found with my children is. Um, 
there are some brilliant kids' albums out there, right? Some brilliant stuff. And a, and a couple of groups like They Might Be Giants and Bare Naked Ladies have done albums for kids. But I find that my two young lads, I'm playing them The Beatles, I'm playing them The Monkeys, I'm playing them yeah, The yeah, Who, yeah. and they love it. And, yeah. and, and, and that, that, you know, kids appreciate good music, you know, and I've taken them to see the Beach Boys in concert, and they were up and about and singing at the age of five and seven, and, and if a tune's good, you know, kids will dig it. You, you hit it. It's the melody. It's yeah. melody. It's melody that people want to remember. It's melody that makes people say, I want to hear that song over and over again. Yeah. You know, if you think of all the old war songs with Vera Lynn, how often did we, did we, did you hear that on, on, on historic bits of film? Yeah. It's, it, it evokes smells, it evokes memories, it evokes passion. The music is a, is a, is a great psychology-based um, uh, human enjoyment. Oh, it's, it's just a great universal communication. I was listening on the way home uh, last night to a documentary about Nusrat Fatih Ali Khan, the uh, Pakistani singer. I didn't understand a word he was singing, but it was brilliant. You know, it was the, you're right, it's the emotion. Um, you, are you still playing, Derek? Have you got like a little music room where you go and have a little strum every now and then? Yes, I do. Yep, and uh, and and play all the old stuff as well. You know, um, yes, I, I I still enjoy sitting down and playing. Yeah. Do you ever? So. Do you ever? Have you ever um, done like a little concert where you you know the, a, an evening with Derek Griffiths, with you and a guitar, and you sing a few songs and tell a few stories? You ever done anything like that? I did some years back where I did a, a, a one man show with with um, uh, another musician and myself, and we went around doing all the children's songs that I had written. Wow. Um, and that was very successful, but that's that's quite hard to keep up. Yeah. when you're trying when you're trying to do other plays or films or television, yeah? well, you never stop, Matt. I, I I know that you've recently joined Twitter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how are you finding that? It's very interesting. <laughs> And, and quite overwhelming at times. Yeah. You get a lot of affection on there, though, don't you? People love you. It's, it, I'm amazed. Yeah. I'm absolutely amazed and, and terribly humbled by it. Mm. Um, it's just, you know, so, social media really does open up the eyes of, of what people think. <laughs> it does. And there is, and I'm sure you know this, but I'm, I'm just going to blow, just going to bend over, Derek, I'm going to blow a little bit of smoke up your ass. Um, but people love you. You know, you know, people do love you. And it is partly because of, you know, people my age remember you because you were talking to us like we were adults, where, you know, in the 70s. Um, but, but, you know, you, you've got a real talent and uh, but people love seeing you on telly and you come across, and this, is, this could be damning to some people, you come across as a nice guy. Which is a rarity, I think, these days. Just, uh, just like a nice bloke, you know, that people would, wouldn't mind sharing a pint with. Yes, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you're, you're all welcome to a share a pint with me. <laughs> but we've got to pay. Um, Derek, what, is it, now give us, the, where, where's the best place to find out all of these tour dates? Uh, just go onto the website and put in Driving Miss Daisy Tour and it'll all come up for you. Beautiful. Derek, uh, listen man, you've got an open invitation anytime you want to come on and sing a song, plug something, whatever, get in touch yes, man, we're mate. huge fans. Bless you Derek. Thank you very much indeed. Take care mate, bye bye. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. So, let's um... For those who don't know, this is Derek Griffiths. Heads and tails, heads and tails, heads and tails. Heads and tails, heads and tails, heads and tails. 
Heads and Tails! See, that would not sound out of place. If anyone... Here's a... Whoa! If any, this is a niche reference for you. If anyone knows the James Taylor album Mudslide Slim and the Blue Horizon, that would fit on there perfectly. That's all like little snippets of songs and short... That would fit on there absolutely perfectly. I can, I can hear James Taylor singing that. Yeah. And that is that is the T of the eye. Lovely, lovely Derek Griffiths. And I see loads of you have enjoyed that on Twitter as well. So thank you for that. That was nice. Um... Uh, Narina Palo at some point this week will play out. We interviewed us today. We'll play the song. Uh, we'll do one of the songs. Uh, we'll end the show with that, Sam. So I'm going to let you do the back counting this time, as I made such a spectacular balls up of it last time. Um, so we'll do that. Um, and then I'm just texting now Paul Garner, who, uh, who's organising the, the knees Chaz. Up. The, the, uh, the knees up with Chaz on Thursday. Um, and I said to Paul, I'm, <laughs> I've just texted him. Hang on a minute. Sorry. I'm a bit impro- I said, um, I'm excited about Thursday. Looking forward to it. I'm going to destroy Chaz. Seriously, I'm going full Paxman. He's, <laughs> he's gone, do it. The effort deserves it. <laughs> so, that's going to be fun. And I'm taking, I'm taking my ukulele in case quotes and knees up ensues. But I've put new strings on it and it won't stay in tune. So I'm having to I'm having pull the strings and stretch the strings and it won't stay in tune. And here's the thing. By the way, you can call in. This is live now. 0344 499 1000. Here's, um, here's the thing. I've forgotten how to play the ukulele and I've lost my ukulele chord book. I had a lovely chord book that had all the chords in and I lost it before and I bought another one and then I found the first one. So I had two copies of it and now I can't find either copy of it. So um, tomorrow is officially um, uh, uh, my crash course in relearning uh, the ukulele. That's what's happening. It's weird that with the ukulele, isn't it? Yeah. You pick it up really quickly, but equally you, you can forget, forget it, it. Just as quickly, guys. You can forget it just as quickly. I saw a video of myself playing the ukulele, playing um, yeah. Happy Birthday a couple of years ago. Oh, Could yeah. I do it now? No. no. But give me five minutes and a YouTube tutorial back in the game. The one I can play... When I pick it up, it just comes straight into my fingers. Is um, I've just seen a face by the Beatles, but but I but that's it, that's it, that's the only one I only want to remember. Um, everyone these days um, has um, video cameras on them. Oh no, hang on, he's doing this on his phone. What a knob! The nearest most of us come to dangerous wildlife on country lanes is swerving to avoid a hedgehog. Not Aidan Williams. When he's out cycling, he has become a repeated victim of attacks by a buzzard. Oh. He must be emitting uh, pheromones that get buzzards horny. Or he smells like meat. There's a picture, look. Oh, yeah. It's proper going for him. I think it's because of his shiny red helmet. Yo. He looks like raw meat. The huge bird swoops on him. The huge bird swoops on him from behind with a whoosh from 25 feet on the same quiet stretch of lane between Sandon and Millich in Staffordshire and is thought to be protecting a nearby nest. Mr Williams is so used to being dive-bombed, he's even captured the buzzard, the UK's most common bird of prey, closing in using his phone's camera. And although the bird's talons have sometimes ripped his jersey, he said... To get up so close and personal with a bird play is unbelievable. If anything, I enjoy... The thing is, you can't see this gentleman's back. I bet he's got, like, loads of meat just strapped to his back. <laughs> his jersey will be, will be like, made out of bacon and pork. That's what it'll be. 
Residents say the buzzard has been around for five years and is particularly territorial when nesting at this time of year. Um, the local council have sent out someone to shoot it. Did so you see? That's um, good then. See the bloke on Twitter recently, and it was a video saying, "I can't believe how close I got to this deer," and he gets really up close to this beautiful little oh sort of Bambi dear, type oh deer. Dear, oh dear, did you oh see? Dear. Did you see what happened? I've no idea what you're talking about. He gets really close, puts right, out dear, his hand. Yes. The deer comes closer. It puts its nose to his finger. Yeah. And he flips it the bird. Whoa! Uncalled for. That is unprecedented. There's an island. When we went to Japan, there's an island. I can't think what it, what it's called. But it is... Um, you can get you get ferry to the island from the mainland. And it's near Hiroshima. Because we, we did a day trip to Hiroshima. Ay, 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 ay. If you ever want to see the... <laughs> The, uh, the the strength of man's cruelty. Go go to Hiroshima. They have um, it's all new, obviously, but they have um, a domed roof of one building that was that was was there. And there's a Hiroshima museum. It's an it's incredible place, really humbling place, and to go to. But there's this island that we went to, and it's a beautiful island. And um, there were wild monkeys running around on it. And we went just off season. And um, it was while we were there, we turned on the news. With only like three people staying on the island because it was off-season. I turned on the news, um, or turned on the telly, because I love watching Japanese telly. We'd just turn it on, and it was brilliant, anything. And uh, th- then a-, a weather report came on, and um, it, the, <laughs> it, the screen started flashing red. And the only phrase I could make out was, Super Tornado! Super Tornado! <laughs> And, um, yeah, we were in the path of a bloody super tornado. It was terrifying. But we're on this island, and it's it's full of tame deer. And you'd literally be walking along, and you'd look, and there'd be, like, a deer walking beside you. And if you were, like, eating crisps or something, you'd be surrounded. We went for a picnic. I've got a brilliant picture of um, me having a picnic on this island. And there's, like, picnic tables. You're meant to eat there. And we brought, you know, just, like, sweeties and, and crisps and all these wonderful Japanese things. And we had them on the table. And suddenly just just about 30 deer just coming up and, and, and having a go at it. Outrageous behaviour. Outrageous behaviour. 0344 499 1000 is the um, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Oh, this is what the show was going to be. This is what the show was going to be. High heels are good for your soul, but not for your soul. Oh. By Victoria Allen, who I... I don't know this. Maybe this is just prejudice. But I I always think she's the second science correspondent. She's Um, no Fernandez. She's no Colin Fernandez, really. If you wear high heels at work, prepare for some good news and some bad. Oh. British researchers say evidence suggests both women and men find those in heels more appealing. <whistles> it's the only way I can see you if you're wearing heels, because you're so tiny. Mm. Almost two-thirds of business women think high heels make them more attractive, a boost to self-image, confidence. They're hard to... I've worn heels, you know, like college and stuff, and at parties. Well, let me put your heels... You, you know, we've done that. Um, but they are not designed for the shape of men's feet and legs. No, they're not really designed for the shape of well, women. Well, I was going to say, is it easier for women to they, they must be a nightmare you have to learn to walk in them i remember my mum giving me quite strict instructions yes i couldn't stride out like i used to in my training no. so you have to walk a little bit closer with your feet closer together mm. and you have to sort of hold yourself slightly different and some women never get it and some women yeah. don't want to um but i can do anything in heels now Sorry. anything what yeah is that uh, really yeah um 
I don't like it when you see women on a night out and they've taken their heels off and they're walking barefoot through London's shitty covered streets. Well, I think if, you, if you're going to wear them, commit to commit, them. Commit to them, guys. You've obviously never had really burning balls of your feet. Um, I've had blue balls. Mm. Um, uh, almost uh, Men are almost twice as likely to smile at a woman in heels than one in flats. Well, that's good for you girls to know. <laughs> and are so significantly more likely to offer her help. It, what, walking? <laughs> but the same academics also point out that the shoes cause back pain, mm. broken ankles and sprains, broken and more ankles. than double the risk of developing bunions. Well, They add that women who wear heels can suffer injuries from their toes up to their spine and are more likely to fall. The scientists even go so far as to say that tougher laws are needed to stop women being forced to wear high heels at work against their will forced who's forcing them well there was that story wasn't there about six months ago of a woman that got a temp that got sent home because she refused to wear high Mm. heels but is that i don't know i genuinely don't know this isn't me being dumb um is that really a thing can you get sacked well i suppose if that's if if there is a dress code but i think there are very few companies now where it's it's obligatory i know when my sister was an air hostess yeah they had to wear standard shoes and Mm. they were high heels but they had um slightly lower shoes when they're actually on the plane but that's uniform, isn't it? That's a different thing. Here we go. The findings follow high-profile complaints from women told to wear heels as part of their job. An air hostess said she was made to feel like a prostitute by British Airways because she had to wear high heels in airports. Oh. BA, however, do not make staff wear them while working on the plane. And last year, receptionist Nicola Thorpe Aereo was sent home from a London office after arriving in flat shoes and being told she had to have a two- to four-inch heel. She set up a peti- petition asking for the law banning them. A team at Aberdeen University uh, reviewed 20 publications and high heels. There is pressure. Dr Max Barnish said, There is pressure on women to wear heels and celebrity influence with people such as Victoria Beckham and Kate Middleton making it fashionable. There is often not an absolute rule to wear heels, but in some workplaces there can be an unspoken expectation, which means that everyone does it. Well, girls, wear what you want, surely. Girls, if you want to be smiled at by men, you need to wear those heels. That's... I need to be helped. <laughs> I need to be helped. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. If you're, um, uh, if you stay to the end, we've got a treat for you. We're going to play you um, a song. An uh, 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 Palo came in. I absolutely love her. Some of you will know her. Some of you won't know her. You should. She's so good. So so good. New album out in October, October Friday the thirteenth in October. That's a brave thing to do. Um, uh, if you want, if you want an in, the, the, the album with the hits is Fires. That's the first one. She's going to play a song from that. Um, but my favourite album is Year of the Wolf. It's like some slick. 60s sound is beautiful um but um she came in and we pre-recorded the interview and we'll play it later this week probably but we're going to end the show with her um uh playing uh sophia which is which is the hit if that you know if you you, you want to shorthand way in um and i was sat literally i'm sat in one chair she's sat not even two foot away from me playing on this battered old uh, nylon string guitar and it was beautiful what was what i found great 
was um, she hadn't played the song for ages. And about three quarters of the way through, she forgot the chords and she stopped. She said, oh, can I do that again? And I'm thinking, yeah, you get to sing it to me a second time. It doesn't get any better than this. So I got I got two performances for the price of. It was a joy. And that voice, man, that voice comes from nowhere. It's such a big voice. It's, it sounds really lush. So we're going to end the show with that and it, it it really is absolutely delicious and it made me um uh impenetrable to uh all of the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune that were being tossed at me today it just i was on a spiritual high seeing one of my favorite creative people making magic actually making magic in front of me oh good interview as well we talk a lot we talk mainly about pregnant cats and the beach boys yeah <laughs> and then we but mentioned a new album imani briefly. coppola comes into it she oh, yeah. also appreciates her yeah she said th- yeah she thinks imani's great we had a lovely little chat about imani in fact i must let imani know that i'll, I'll, I'll send that on um pablo hip 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 pabs what you got boss what, what do they call people who toss things um, exactly uh? Right, just in regards to your Twitter. Um, oh, we were down there. Yeah, but anyway, anyway, um, just in regards to Living Legends. Yes. <clears throat> I was thinking then um, Sir Paul and Sir Barry of House Chuckle. Uh, it, well, yeah. Um, I think we tried to get them on at yeah, some no point. Response. No response. No, to quote the Beatles, um, no reply. Well, I don't know if she's particularly high profile now with Game of Thrones and the like, but uh, Diana Rigg, she's always. Uh, she, um, she would have some excellent stories. Let's put the cast put in a uh, you, you put in a, a bid for Diana Rigg. We'll do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's the weird thing: you never know. People you think are going to say yes often don't reply, and people that you think you don't stand a chance of, if you catch them on the right day with the wind blowing in the right direction, they'll go. Yeah, sure, why not? So um, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'm gonna say the Avengers was my uh, as, a, as a child was my first uh, steady, um, steady awakening. Well, yeah. Awakening for me, it's very similar image, but for me, it was Julie Newmar as Catwoman in the Batman TV series. She, for me, will always be Catwoman. Yes, Eartha Kitt did a great job. I think Joan Collins even did a great job. Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah, you you know. But for me, uh, uh, Halle Berry, I believe, was Catwoman as well. But for me, it is Julie Newmar as Catwoman. That really, it just doesn't. I mean, no one ever wore a tighter fitting costume than that, and and may God bless her for that. Here we go, Pablo. I think. um, Did you just meow? I tried. Meow. I think he purred. Thank you, Pablo. <laughs> I think he purred. Flipping it. Flipping it, isn't it? Isn't it, though? It is. What have I written down here? What's this story? What is the story that we've got? Oh, this is naughty, naughty people trying to blag stuff for free. We've all, we've all done a bit of a blag in the past, okay? But th- this is cheeky. Um, a mum tried to con a free meal for her family by sticking a razor blade in a pizza. That's, oh, no. That's hardcore. That... Spider, spider, because, yeah. Flies, yeah. Because sure. all those things could be accidental. Mouse droppings, yeah. All those things could be accidental. Uh, that can only be sabotage. The woman, who was with three kids, refused to pay the £30 bill at Pizza Hut. I used to love, when I was a student the all-you-can-eat yeah. buffet. And we would go and have competitions. And my record, my record, was 16 pieces of pizza and two bowls of pasta. I had a really wow. real thing about the potato salad on those. Oish. Um Staff called police after a quick check. <laughs> Jesus. Why 
would you do it? Why would you do a razor blade? You have to call the police if there's a razor blade because it's either your staff yeah. or them trying to pull a fast well, one. Well, here you go. Staff called police after a quick check of CCTV footage. Oh. Showed up planting the blade in her meal in Manchester. Manchester. I'd love to see that. The abusive woman in her 30s fled without paying before cops arrived on Sunday night. They killed the cops. Pizza Hut said we are liaising with the relevant authorities. That's very cheeky. That's very, very naughty. That, I mean, and, and dumb. Let's be honest. That's dumb. It is stupid. A razor blade? Put a hair in it. That could, that could happen. Put, get, get a pube. Get some pubes. I always... <laughs> oh, my God. I've got a little... I always carry a little baggie of pubes. Uh, just in case. You never know. Maybe you want to... Not to put on my meal to get a free one, but maybe you're having a meal with someone you don't like. You just tip out a few pubes. If I ever find one in my dinner, I'll know. Well, or maybe... Your pubes got in there. <laughs> it could happen. How? What are you going to do? You going to do it? You're going to run a DNA test on me over the dinner table? Get real. How? I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe I the chef. Think I eat. Maybe the <laughs> the chef was uh, alfresco. Wow. Um, Facebook shuts off robots. This is. There's a lot of news about spiders and robots taking over the world. Mm-hmm. I don't like either. They're preparing us, aren't they? Um. Facebook shuts off robots after they chat in secret code. Facebook shut down an artificial intelligence experiment after two robots began talking in a language only they understood. The chatbots, (laughs) Alice and Bob, modified English to make it easier for them to communicate, creating sentences that were gibberish to watching scientists. Future technology expert Kate Adamson told The Sun, it does feel a bit like the Terminator. Well, there's no there's no time travel, is there? Full story, page five. Did they come back from the future to chat us to death? Are you Sarah Connors? I don't really remember the Terminator that well. A robot ex- expert yesterday said that the revelation that Facebook machines had spoken in their own language was exciting. All right, mate, don't get a boner. <laughs> but also scary, flaccid. Scientists at the social networking giant pulled the plug on an experiment after bots named Alice and Bob began communicating in a language only they understood. UK robotics professor Kevin Warwick said, This is an incredibly important milestone. I don't know why he's a bit like Frank Spencer. (laughs) But anyone who thinks this is not dangerous has got their head in the sand. We don't know what these bots are saying. Once you have a bot that has the ability to do something physically, particularly military bots, they could be lethal. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So what, he's suggesting they're sentient? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's crap. Um, if one says, why not do this, and the other says, yes, and it's a military bot, you've got a theory. When is a robot going to go, why don't we, why don't we go and um, bomb uh, the Prime Minister? Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Then you screwed then. Um, this is the first recorded communication, but there will have been many more unrecorded Russians and the Chinese. But they'll be speaking Russian and Chinese. Mm-hmm. Smart smart devices right now have the ability to communicate. And although we think we can monitor them, we have no way of knowing. Stephen Hawking and I... All right, name dropper. Oui. His voice never ages, Stephen Hawking. No. You do think that he, it would make it sound like an old robot man. Do you not think? Do you, I'm not, I'm, that sounds flippant, but I kind of mean it. I kind of wonder... 
whether the technology could be a bit better these days. I, yeah, I was thinking that he was on something I was listening to last night, and I thought, yeah. I, I suppose mean, that's become his trademark now. It's his voice. Yeah. It's literally, it's his voice. Yeah. Uh, well, guys, on that bombshell, robots are going to take over the earth and we're all screwed. I don't want to panic you. If the spiders don't get you, then the robots will. It doesn't look good for humanity. Um, we're going to be back tonight at 10, but, 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 you've been so patient and you have stuck around for so long, despite the fact that, um, a big brother has been on. And to reward you, I'm going to give you a little bit of treasure. What a delightful way to end the show. This is Noreen Apollo. She came in today for an interview, didn't ask her to bring a, car, a, a guitar, would never be so presumptuous. She did, and she said, well, I don't know if you want me to sing or not, because some people don't want me, you know, don't want songs, they just want chat. And I went, oh, Miss Palo, please. Um, and this, uh, you'll hear the fu- full interview in the week, this is what she sang. <laughs> And a fire escape symphony Spilling out across the road and the square And the sky's the same as you own Do you think of me? Do the parks and trees and the leaves Reach you there after the rain? I can't 